Do you like comic books? Neither do I. Do you like movies based on comic books? Then folks, do I have just the YouTube show recommendation for you. Comic Book Cinema, where we bring you the best comic book movie content. Over 175 episodes to sink your teeth into on YouTube. We also post comic book movie related memes on Instagram and humorous comic book movie related content on TikTok. Find us there at Real Comic Book Cinema. You might even see Mr. Organic Poison himself. Comic Book Cinema. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that when 9-11... Well, no, I know when 9-11 happened for me. You said you were trying to watch Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, dude. I was uh, so mad about it, too. Because it was during the, the Frieza saga. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, Goku is supposed to go Super Saiyan today, but I've been waiting eight episodes. <laughs> so, this. now, the question now... Were you watching that like this was like as it was going down? Like as it, they were coming out? Like just yeah. the Dra- Dragon I mean, Ball Z or whatever? Like, was that like the same time period of when those episodes were coming out? I didn't watch well, the I, show. I wasn't allowed to as a kid. So, so I think, I, I want to say that, correct me if, I'm, if you don't know. Somebody's going to correct me. Someone will. Someone listening to this definitely will. Technically. Uh, I think it was like a mid-90s show, and they just re-aired it for the American audience. Yeah. You know, like in the late 90s. I mean, that that makes sense. But because I remember being like really young and seeing commercials for it, even on, you know, Cartoon Network and stuff like yeah. being stupid young. When did Dragon Ball was that? That was Dragon Ball Z, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beauty of doing this on my computer is I have Google right here in front of me. Yeah, it premiered in Japan on Fuji Television, April 26, 1989. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like an early 90s. <clears throat> show. Yeah taking over its predecessor's time slot and ran for 291 episodes until its conclusion on January 31st, 1996. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch it, but it I was just, that was a little bit of a side note, but I do remember when I was, when 9-11 happened for us in 2000, my dad had a stroke. So like for a good couple of years after that, he was back. I mean, even still, but uh, for a good year, a couple of years after that, he was going back and forth to Jackson to go to the doctor and stuff. And parents were still together and stuff at this point in time. But like, uh, because we, I mean, we were really young. Uh, 9 11 didn't cause the stroke. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> the stroke might have caused 9 11, though. I don't know. But he, he, uh, he went to, he was in, they were in Jackson. We were at my great grandmother's house and in Fernwood. And like, I'm telling you, we were like watching something on TV, like the price is right or something like that. And just like, man, that the TV changes. And like, we have to tell you that a plane, I didn't, obviously I don't remember exactly what they said, but like a plane has crashed into the world. We are under attack. You know, it's like one of these things, like the country at the time in the moment, they were like, Oh damn, like it's all over. You know, like this is it. Like they're coming for us. This is really bad. And, but we were kids. Now my grandmother was probably like petrified, but 
my grandpa, he came home from he came home from work like it wasn't 10 minutes after that because clearly once everyone found out, nobody knew what was really going on. But my grandpa came home and the first thing he said was, and he wasn't, he was a calm guy, like he wasn't like a, a brash dude or nothing like that. But he just said, look, uh, the chances of them doing anything here is really slim. <laughs> it was like, so this isn't good. Let's just keep watching it. We'll see what happens. And obviously it was you know, we all know because we grew up in, in that. I talked about that several times on the show, just the craziness of like since nine 11, which obviously after we became, you know, teenagers, we realized, Oh, the government has just sucked and been involved <laughs> in this transfer way longer than this. But like specifically the Afghanistan and Iraq thing, we've actually had the experience of our friends, people we know come in and out of going over there and dealing with the stuff at the aftermath of nine 11. I don't have any friends that were at in New York when that happened, but obviously like we've had plenty of friends that have had to go over there and deal with the malarkey of allegedly, yeah. you know, doing God's work over in <laughs> Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nine eleven was crazy. Uh, I felt like it was, it was like the pref the preface for like our entire like first, you know, twenty five years of life. <laughs> I say that I guess we were good. I was I was born in ninety two, so I was nine years old. I guess roughly when that happened, eight years old. Yeah, my birthday is September twenty eighth, so I would have been eight. I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. Yeah, because it would have been right before I turned nine. Because it would have turned eight in two thousand, and then my birthday would have been eighteen days, no, seventeen days after nine eleven. Yeah, you're like, how are you thirty? Thirty, yeah. So I was like nine or ten. Yeah, yeah, you're like a year older than me, or something like that. Yeah, approximately. <laughs> it's like your social security number is, and you live on. No, I'm, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but uh, no, nah, man. So uh, obviously, you know. I don't even know what the oh yeah the, the Dragon Ball and the nine eleven and it's crazy it times, yeah. <laughs> it's like two hours later, I'm just like yeah. So the second plane hits. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, so it what what is, is it, you know you've grown up, you've become a mature man, you got a sick mustache, you've obviously a family man. Uh, you know I see you got the the red line behind you. Is it that what you do now? You put out fires. Uh well, yeah I'm I'm a technically no but I'm a <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a probationary fire fireman. I'll go to the academy end of July, July third. Oh okay, I got you. Yeah, then, then I can uh save the pavement. <laughs> yeah okay, I got you. So yeah, like, so like somebody's gonna listen to this and like kick your ass if you like lie and say you're a firefighter is what you're saying. I, I get technically, I mean I, I I'm a card carrying firefighter. Sure. Uh, I have a badge that says I'm a firefighter. Yeah. I'm a, I'm still a firefighter, just under a probationary status. Yeah. You're so basically after you go to the academy, or right now your family can't sue them if you catch on fire and die. In other words. No, they can. No, they absolutely oh. can. I guess if they, if it's, if, if my uh, apartment made me do something crazy. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah we really didn't want to do it so we just sit in <laughs> I, I've put out I, I didn't put out any structure fires but there's been a quite a few like just like brush fires sure I've got to put that's good enough yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, and look at it this way. It's not like, you know, in Mississippi, there's just like an abundance of like skyscrapers with airplanes oh. flying into them or anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, I didn't even set that up on purpose. That was an accident. <laughs> I just walked right into that one. I have a very dark sense of humor in this case of South. <laughs> yes. They knew uh, what this was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I I wouldn't want to be a, a firefighter where there's <laughs> buildings and planes. <laughs> yeah, I'm delivering pizza, bro. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm not doing no shit like that. I'm not being a cop in New York. I ain't being a firefighter in New York. No. Um, but in, in Macomb, there is a, you know, you besides like Jackson, I can't think of any other place that has as many dilapidated housing. So yeah, Macomb gets a, East Macomb gets a lot of fires. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess I haven't spent that much time in many other places other than Jackson and Macomb. But are those various areas? But like when you guess when you think about it, it's just like old towns. Yeah, like, yeah. And old towns where there's a decent sized population. It's like if it's an old town and there's only like a thousand people that live there, it's like it is what it is. There's still going to only be such a high rate of fires. But I imagine and just bad cases with homes. Jackson, nope. I mean, I you've obviously spent more time up there in recent times than I have, but almost any piece of news that I get about Jackson these days is just not ever anything good with the yeah. exception of some kind of like some community building stuff that they got going on that ain't got nothing to do with me, but yeah. you know, that kind of stuff's cool, but it's almost just like trying to, is it, uh, is it Ted, you should playing in Jackson. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At the, I, I don't know. That, that'd be worth it. Dude, that is crazy. I didn't know that. They should go down like uh South Side and put out flyers for Ted Nugent shit. <laughs> that would be nuts. I would be there. I would just go just to see. Be like, what y'all think? You know, like what y'all think about uh old Uncle Ted up there. I would I, I would I wanna ironically see Ted Nugent. I don't really like any of his music. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's like uncles, dads, <laughs> like they totally were just like lose their minds. They could be completely sober. Most of the time they weren't, but they could be, and they would still lose their minds to some Ted Nugent. And oh, yeah. I, I'm just like, yeah, he's a decent guitarist. Like, but I've got like personally know people that can play guitar, yeah. do some of that stuff as well. So my, I'm daddy, not... my dad used to beat my ass. Listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stranglehold's going to hold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my goodness but yeah i mean that's i mean good for ted i guess you know i i don't know though but it just seems like between like the water and uh you know the water is one thing and then like i don't know it seems like i've got a, a guy does the radio station that i the online station that i do organic poison and my radio show yeah. through and he uh shout out to adam by the way clark wayne that's his name, but he uh he said that he was out of power for like you know four or five days, and it was just like on some like ain't nothing really going wrong out there outside. I mean, obviously something's going wrong, but it's not like a you know hurricane is hitting or anything like that. It's just like we ain't got no power. Like they just ain't. And they he sent me something that said that the 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 company was out there and they had to leave because they they heard gunshots. And it's like there's like there's gunshots going off like on the same street where they're trying to fix the power, and it's like really. 
I don't know. I mean, I understand that stuff happens, but in the same breath, it's like I couldn't live somewhere like that. So, so when I was in Ridgeland, obviously Ridgeland doesn't get any house fires, obviously, because they're they're up to code. It's fairly new, nice, nice area. Sure. But I had the, I was going through EMT. I never never finished a course. Yeah. Because uh, I moved to Macomb, but uh, one of my <laughs> one of my uh, my clinicals for the to ride an ambulance was uh in like was it southwest jackson yeah and dude like there was gunshots going on we were at a psych psych call this this psychotic guy would not leave his parents house and uh the block over we had gunshots going off and then our radiator blew up on the ambulance oh my god <laughs> i mean it it, it it sounded like that that also sounds like gunfire yeah <laughs> maybe, you guys, maybe you guys could after that happened and y'all realized the car wasn't going to catch on fire just call somebody and just play like you we just uh <laughs> i didn't i did i wasn't really allowed to do anything but the paramedic you know turned it off turned off uh the ignition and and uh, uh we waited for a new ambulance to get there now and there wasn't y'all didn't have like a patient with y'all did y'all no, we y'all didn't have we, like somebody that's like I just got shot like in the back or anything. Oh, uh, wait, we would we would have to you would have to take them straight to the to the hospital. But we we had a we had a bond Going through the drive through McDonald's. Hey, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you want anything, bro? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not ketchup. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'll the ketchup. Um. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a, a restrain we had a bond and restrain this dude. So it was it was a that job sucks, dude. I don't know why anybody would want to be a, <laughs> an EMT. Or I mean, what is what is the pay like? I mean, let's just say for someone who's been doing it for five years on like I have no idea. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> I, just, I, I mean, I, I just, guess I, it varies wherever you like what where you work. I always hear stuff about people like those kind of jobs, whether it be like, you know, firefighters or uh, oh, cops uh, or, or. You mean like you mean like firefighter pay or like? Well, no, I'm just I'm speaking more broad. I was talking about the EMT stuff, but I'm just speaking more broadly. I feel like you always hear how like those people don't get paid paid enough. Like I mean, yeah, like obviously I imagine it'd be easy to be like, yeah, sure, man, we don't get paid enough. Pay us more. You know, it's like it's like approximately like seventeen an hour, I think. Which is way more than I made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I so, get, I get, I get paid for what I can do, and not for what I do. Sure. And they yeah. get paid for what they do, which is run bullshit calls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would also be different if, like, it's there's a situation where someone is like in dire need and it's an adrenaline rush. But like, if you go somewhere and it's like some dude is just like losing his mind, and it's like, why am I here? Like, why I don't need to be here? Somebody needs to like. <laughs> tackle this dude down i don't want to tackle this dude down he's losing well, his mind like tripping on mushrooms or something in his mom's basement yeah so like the, the protocol is we you really can't take him in if he he knew he knew his name he knew where he was he knew what he knew what the president was we we're asking like he had simple understanding basic grasp of reality yeah his parents just didn't want him there for whatever oh. and but he he's been to he's been admitted before so yeah. you gotta get you gotta get doctor's orders you gotta call in and and be like, hey, they don't want him here. They'd be like, just tell him, like, I guess he's crazy. Let's just, like, you have orders to 
send them to whoever has the psych awards up there. Is it Baptist? I don't know. I uh, know I know that they yeah. it used to be the the one that was by JSU's football field, which yeah. that one is. So like it's kind of it's kind of kind of shitty. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, because I mean, but the alternative to that is to be like, yeah, call the cops and let them do it. They might end up killing the poor. Well, the, the the cops were there. Oh, okay, okay. And we were like, why? Weird. Why can't the cops just take them? This is more like. <laughs> Like, no, you put yourself in that situation. I promise you'd be like, no, let the cops handle it. Yeah. Well, that we we said, like, look, the cop, why can't why can't y'all just take them? They're like, there's there's so much hoops to jump through, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be a cop yeah. or a firefighter in New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, live on the show. We're going to call your balls and tell them you quit. No. <laughs> Dude. I, I I would Macomb Macomb sucks, but like Macomb Fire Department's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It, yeah, it is a it is a great great job. And we're, <laughs> look, we're at stuck, look at you sucking up right now. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's, it's a great job. I love these guys. I love y'all so much. <laughs> the best coworkers I've ever had. <laughs> uh, you know. It, but it, seriously, in hindsight, dude, I, I I wasted four years of getting a college degree that I'm not utilizing. So yeah, I should have just you know did this years ago. So did you? Now you went to you said you went to state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now what did you actually go to school for? So when you, when, just, I, when if I, you don't mind me inquiring, I'm just kidding. No, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm an open book. So <laughs> like, like I was saying it just a minute ago before you cut me off. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I went to, <laughs> I, I transferred from Heinz. Yeah. I was a physics major. Uh, and I was like really in, like interested in the astronomy department. Yeah. And uh, uh, I kind of got jaded on it. We had some like, I don't, I don't want to say like really liberal in, in a derogatory since but I, mean, I do but i don't think all liberals are that way she she said look we're not we're, we're this is a this is a uh a uh astronomy astronomy course but we're not going to learn about kepler or uh isaac newton because i really don't give a shit about dead white men oh wow <laughs> yeah. so she just up and said that yeah 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 and i was like eh. well, <laughs> well you should have asked her what her opinion on living white men were no. I should have, should have titled Nandra. <laughs> you should have immediately went and got a lawyer. And yeah. like, I'm suing the shit out of this school, and I am not working any ever again. Thanks for the money. Yeah, I mean, that was just that's a weird take, man. Like weird take on the people that have like you, you're you're standing on the shoulders of those guys. Oh, they, I'm thinking like, what are you doing here then? Like, yeah. I mean, what do you plan to teach me? Hey, you know that calculus you used that they invented, <laughs> you miserable bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I in my, in my head, I just think to myself like, okay, like now, obviously, like, who, who hurt you? Was it your dad? Was he beating you while you listening to the Ted Nugent? <laughs> Like, damn. <laughs> I just, I mean, I would, <clears throat> now don't get me wrong. Obviously, I disagree with her logic there. I don't know what her, yeah. I could, I could assume her logic. Uh, but like, 
it's like I don't necessarily I definitely don't agree with her point of view on that. Yeah. But I also think to myself, it's like, so what is what do you expect to get done here? Yeah. Like, I mean, especially if that's how you start your your why not just don't say that too though? Why not just be the kind of person who who lives their life like that, but just be a closet racist against dead white men? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like well, she was she was a white woman, so it was kind of weird. It was like it was so uh, weird. Damn, that definitely 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 Ted. It was definitely yeah. Ted then. It's uh it's weird. I think I think the most self-hating people are like super like liberal white women. They got, the they've got self-deprecating. They've got to be. And you know, the probably it's weird to say though, because I know for dudes, like it's seems like it's different. It's not necessarily different. I don't want to say because there's plenty of dudes that yeah, are yeah. mighty soy, but like I, I think I don't know. It's also I don't know. It's also weird when you look at the demographic where we are now. Like it's like college educated people just have a like super like university educated people just they have such a different perspective on the world, good, bad, or anything in between. I don't think uh colleges are institutions of higher learning anymore, to be honest. <laughs> I I I don't know. I didn't care enough to pay attention to that kind of stuff until it was what it is now. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And I certainly didn't. I mean, I dropped out of community college after a semester and a half. And that Me is too. the that is the only <laughs> edu- that is the, that is the only education that I have. That is the only formal education I have outside of stuff that I've you know just lived my life and absorbed to whatever degree. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely seems like you could find. I mean, <laughs> and I'm not just talking about like going on Twitter and finding a video that people have shared a thousand times of some little white girl being like, "I hate white men. I hate white people. I'm a pig. No, literally, I identify as a fucking pig." You yeah. know, like that kind of stuff. Like, but it's like it does seem like the most like ridiculous. I mean, it, interestingly enough, you know, you look at you know they had this Budweiser or Bud Bud Light thing that's been going on. Yeah. Yeah. And like it was, you know, it was a young white, uh, younger, probably our age, white woman, I believe, that was like, uh, yeah, like this is what we're going to do to try to get away from blah, 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 blah. And you could tell yeah. that she was of that ilk. <clears throat> she she yeah. obviously wasn't talking as extreme as some of the stuff you will find like on Twitter or on YouTube in these videos of these live streams of these protests and stuff like that. But you could tell that she was kind of from that same uh uh, I came out of that same pipeline, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the, I think the problem with with that whole advertising is you you alienate most of your uh <laughs> your demographic your targeted demographic. Yeah, I mean that's another thing too. Like I I don't understand. Which is like blue, blue collar working guys that really like shitty beer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, <clears throat> and that was the thing that really got me and the fact that they kind of just like double down and just like, Oh, well this is going to go away eventually. It's like also in the same breath, like to me, the reason why it seems like it would bother me so much is because it's like, Oh my God, Bud Light. It's like the, this big brand. We ha- are responsible for taking care of this brand. So why wouldn't we want to be like, Hey, let's try to meet in the middle here. We apologize that you guys are so upset, blah, 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 blah. you know, whatever, whatever professional way to do it. They didn't do that. You know, it's like they didn't do that at all. Like, and don't get me wrong, I have no loyalty to Bud Light prior to yeah. or after either. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to say that I've ne- haven't <laughs> drank a lot of Bud Light. I never would buy Bud Light in my life. That's not something yeah. I would buy. Even if I bought a beer of the same caliber, Bud Light wasn't that beer for me. Uh, yeah. Now, Sorry. of course, I I am easily the guy that 
I'm going to, I mean, I hadn't drank in like six months, but in the event of the past 15 years at any point, I'll drink whatever you got. If you got some beer, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not drinking because of a specific type of beer. I digress. That's hardly relevant to the conversation, but they like, it seems like even when she was talking after the fact, like we're trying to push to a, like we're trying to not be a frat boy beer anymore. It's like, well, don't say it. Don't say that anymore because I think what you mean is you want to still sell to frat boys and somebody else. Yeah. I think well, that's what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> and you in, should in be name, saying. In the name of inclusivity, they excluded most of their their buyers. And so. I, I I haven't seen a company do I mean, obviously we've seen the you know the back and forth boycotts here and there. I haven't seen a company so drastically just like whip out the wong and piss all over their clientele base. I've not seen that and then have zero remorse. I mean, obviously the guys in the suits that don't care either way about any of the individual aspect of their consumer base, the guys that just care about the money, uh, they probably are upset about it. But in the same breath, they're probably like, well, you don't realize we don't even realize how this is working out good for them on the back end somewhere. You know, like they probably BlackRock and them are probably like, yeah, here's like 60. We're going to compensate you for all the back money you're losing conspiracy mode, I guess. But like you find out that like those companies that uh, what's up is BlackRock and Vanguard, all of them and probably like Bill Gates or something. Uh, Bill Gates clone <laughs> army. Uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, well, we're just and I guess on the broader spectrum of all that stuff, when it comes to that inclusivity talks like they get these people, it's almost I know, like, let's just say some of my more, I guess, left winger friends. I that I mean that due to back up, uh, lack of a better term. I just I say my left, my more left leaning friends. They are a lot more inclined to be like, oh, this is when it starts sounding like I'm talking. Like, oh, you think there's just some big grand conspiracy? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not necessarily saying that there's a conspiracy that. A thousand different business, uh, top business owners all got together at the Bohemian Grove <laughs> and said, "We're going to start doing A, B, C, and D for the next thirty-five years." Yeah, I think that it's a much longer march than that. You know, we we've always joked around, even since before I was even someone who would talk about politics seriously, other than just f the government, which is still kind of the same, but. Like we used to always be like, man, China, you know, China, they're waiting. They're going to take us over one day because they're not afraid to like wait a hundred years. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and that was like back in the day, that was just something you said, you know, you ripped the bowl another time and just went about your day, you know, or you like, you just didn't think about it anymore. And it's like, now you think about that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, it, you know, you hear about just going back to, and I know I'm being a little long winded here, but going back to say like the sixties and the seventies and they're like, Oh, they try to start a revolution with this, that, and the third. And it didn't really work out because the, the people of America weren't ready for it. Or they just realized that people were just inherent, not inherently, but they were trained to be morons and it just didn't work out. And, you know, despite the fact that, you know, when the pendulum swings, there's obviously total morons on the other side of the spectrum as well. But like, as far as, the connection between what was going on in the sixties and the seventies versus what we have today. There's a lot of parallels, but in the same breath, it's like, there's so many more catalysts to get information out and to, uh, and to get into people's, to get, I mean, to get in hardwired into people's minds and into people's brains and the way that they function in their everyday lives. 
it's just it's simple uh bargaining tactics i guess i mean if you you know what you really want so you you push these extremes so that they're, they're willing to settle what they think is in the middle but it's actually what you wanted all, all along to begin with yeah it's right? like uh it's shooting for mars and hope you land on the moon yeah yeah i mean and it, it uh, people think that there's a the, the idea of a slippery slope is a fallacy but i if you look at the current trends, I don't really think so. Yeah. That, they're they're pushing for like maps now, which is kind of. Yeah. And, and this, this is what's crazy now in context, you know, when I, I remember being younger and I think the UN just put something out about uh, lowering the age of consent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's, Did a you see that? there's a couple of countries too, that are like, uh, that, <laughs> that's probably what it is that I'm thinking of too. Uh, but like, you gotta lower the age of consent before they give out the the flight logs for Epstein Island. <laughs> yeah, to make it all. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> lower the age of consent. I did see something about this the other day, but Tulsi Gabbard. I saw it on Tulsi Gabbard's Instagram or something. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, right here. Okay, of course, AP News is gonna be the first. They always love when I go to Google and they're like immediately the top twenty things. You're like, no, whatever you heard is wrong. <laughs> but it's like claim a new United Nations report calls for decriminalizing sexual activity between adults and minors. And see, already that's where they lie because the claim is not that they're decriminalizing sexual activity between adults and minors. They're trying to change the number yeah, of yeah. what makes you a minor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like exactly. – it's like to me, like I I'd say that's where they lie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who the dude is that wrote this. I don't know nothing specifically about the people behind AP. But it's just as an example, like that's where the whole thing is. And then somebody that's not me uh, would see that and they'd be like, okay, see, look, there you go. And I'm not about to take the time to dig too deep into yeah, it. Yeah. I, what I tell everybody to do, though, is to look into it. Look into all the stuff I ever say on here yourself because I am also just a dude, despite being 100 plus episodes in, I am just a dude who's learning about all this stuff and figuring out all this stuff like yeah. anyone else. So, and I'm not saying that to absolve myself of saying stupid shit either. I know that sometimes I say stuff that makes people angry, and it is what it I, is. But I, I'm trying to walk the fine line between interest and obsession, where I, I don't want to get obsessed with it because it's all, you know, it'll it'll ruin your life. Yeah. <laughs> you just go down this weird rabbit hole, like a lot of people do. You end up like Alex Jones. Yeah, which you know, Hillary, Hillary Clinton's an interdimensional child molester from outer space. <laughs> You know, it's crazy. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people have these things, though, man. It's it's funny about Alex Jones because, I, mind you, I'm not uh, a uh, Infowars card toting like American or anything like that. But it is kind of funny, like a lot of things that Alex Jones has said like 15 years ago and stuff. When we yeah. first started listening to him at, for fun, you know, like when we were like teenagers and we'd watch him and be like, "Oh, this guy is amazing." <laughs> yeah. And it's like a lot of the stuff that he was saying back then has turned out to be like normal, like now. <laughs> like, yeah. And going back to what I was uh, what I was saying just a second ago, and you were talking about the slippery slope, uh, not necessarily being a fallacy. It's it's crazy to me because we're talking about the maps thing, you know. And mind you, I'm not. I am not. Per I personally, the where I stand when it comes to a lot of this stuff, of not all of obviously all of it, but. And I think it, I think it's personally maybe it's to a fault because so many people are the same way that I am. But uh, like I'm kind of just cool with people doing whatever they want to do, you know, as far as like living their lives as long as it doesn't negatively affect other people. Like, so, yeah, but 
I, I I agree to an extent, but I think ultimately everybody's life affects somebody else in some way. You can't you can't just live your life and expect it not to impact somebody. And that is something that I'm starting to learn in my old age and as becoming a parent. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that that is something that has definitely changed my perspective a lot on you know well getting to slow down and actually paying attention to what's going on in the world like these past five years you know five since i got married and stuff like i you know it's been a lot more you know me sitting down and like listening and you know paying attention to the things that are happening in the world and i'm not saying like yeah man i do my own research so i know but i'm saying like i literally don't have to do that much research to see that there are things going on in the world right now it's more specifically america that i very much so don't agree with like I, 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 I'm sorry, but I don't agree with that. Like I'm not someone yeah. who I don't consider myself uh, a Christian or anything like that. It's like obviously I have my morals. A lot of my morals come from that. Like most people's morals come from you know uh, not necessarily a Christian background, but the a foundation in society that is kind of like rooted around a lot of those uh, principles and stuff. But I, I do have like things that I, I think that there's something kind of fucked up about A, B, C, and D. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like what I was going to, all of this to say, what I was trying to say just a minute ago, uh, I, I tend to go, I'm long winded. I apologize, but, uh, like, you know, for the longest time, they, they, there was this big fight to, you know, legalize people being able to, uh, you know, people to be gay and it not be something that you know people i personally don't think that people should be getting beaten in the streets for being gay yeah but, yeah and it's, it's like weird. it's weird if people do yeah <laughs> it's kind of weird <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like why are you why <laughs> yeah but no but no so and then like and then it goes on beyond that it's like further and further and further and you used to hear these people let's just say you know the people who would be like wrong about so much other stuff, but like say like an uncle, you know, like or or a grandpa, like eventually they're gonna be trying to you know buck kids and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like you're being ridiculous. This is this is not real. You know, that's not something that's ever gonna happen. These people just want and like it is like it evolves and it evolves yeah. and it continues to progress. It continues to push further and further and further. And unfortunately, and I'm not saying that. That is the the sexuality conversation is the exclusive thing. It's a big conversation. It's a big part of the conversation these days. Obviously, though, the sexuality and the gender conversation is a, a huge thing. Yeah. And I think that it was finally reached a bottleneck or a tipping point or whatever you want. Now that it has become so abrasively like around abrasive around children, like yeah. it has become such a hot large topic about things regarding children now. I'll tell you, I don't spend enough time in any of these circles to say personally, I have watched someone try to, you know, indoctrinate a child because of blah, 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 blah. So, you know, it could be just as much the, uh, you know, say, let's just do the lack of a better term, the conservatives that are being like, this is our way to rally people against the progressives and just make them think that every one of them are trying to fuck kids, you know, or something like that. Like, but it also could be these people. Yeah. No, I say these people, this side of the spectrum. What do you mean these people? <laughs> the the a separate side of the spectrum just being like, oh, and I've watched this happen more than I've seen the opposing thing, where people will tell me, this is not an issue. You've just been listening to right-wing pundits and you're, you know, you just think that this is what's happening. No, actually, a lot of this stuff has been happening. It's not like like when I hear somebody the thing is is that people pay attention to selective information on all sides people do this on in yeah. every side of the spectrum but it's like people don't want to pay attention and they 
the problem with people not wanting to pay attention to the what's wrong with what their maybe say what their side and I'm doing that in quotations their side is about the problem with that is there's no mm. accountability for you to get to a good a good space a safe compromise a comfortable compromise uh, so so yeah people people put themselves in echo chambers yeah yeah my so my my formal position that I think I think is a reasonable one is that I think everybody I think you just cut out. Can you hear me? I can still see you. Where I left off. You said your formal your formal position, which you think is a reasonable position, and it was like perfectly. They knew, man. Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think everybody is inherently a terrible person. But nobody wants to be a terrible person. So we lump ourselves in the groups that we think are in the right position. And every every right person needs a like a like every superhero needs a, a bad guy. Right. So, but that doesn't change the fact that we're all just terrible people and we're trying to justify our, our terrible <laughs> existence by making somebody else the enemy, by not fixing ourselves. That's actually a pretty interesting point of view. You know, it kind of it reminds me of like the everybody's like born into sin, like yeah. kind of thing. And I'm not necessarily sure that that's where you're coming from on that, but that's what that reminds me of. It's like, uh, yeah, I you know, think... it's like, it's kind of like you know the goal would be to just try to, uh, like, not necessarily not necessarily absolve yourself of, of responsibility from sin. But, that's what I was about to say. But well, I think that's what people do is they 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 lump themselves into like far right far left and you're like they're the bad guys <laughs> like yeah we're the good guys and you're, you're equally terrible <laughs> in your own, <laughs> own own weird way you're and equally. that's that's why everyone is in the position to where they can call someone else a hypocrite yeah yeah it's like that's something i've also noticed from you know like that's why i try not to even say that yeah. I, 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 like the only times i'll ever say something like that is less if i'm underneath the comment section of somebody if i'm uh, to use to use a uh, a progressive term that when I get to punch up, like if I'm punching up to somebody online somewhere, and it's like they're like going on their talk show talking, and then usually it's to a lot of the people I listen to. I only will comment on their stuff when I have negative criticism for them because it's like, hey, you're kind of being what you're always saying you are against. And like, not that it, not that they'll ever read my comment, but that's just me a heat of the moment. Like, oh man, you know, Tim Pool, Ben Shapiro, or you know, Hassan Piker, or something like that. You were being the opposite of what you know you but, preach about all the time. What I really like about Orthodox Christianity is you really don't get involved in all that. They're like, what are you doing? Go just say your prayers. Yeah, like, quit, quit obsessing with this stuff. It doesn't really matter. And then go just go just say your prayers. Shut up. Get, yeah. get out. Of it. Uh, uh, you touched on the the sexualization of kids earlier, and I, I wanted to wanted to get your opinion on this. So, like, uh, I, I do believe that the originally the pride the the pride parades the the big pride parade movement when it first was first established wherever the first one was held it was <laughs> it was to, it was to uh, normalize to normalize homosexuality. And, yes. Uh, Almost exclusively to do that, you would think, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just saying at the time, once upon so, a time, and it, and it was, it was 
a way to be like, hey, we're just your neighbors, we're doctors, we're lawyers, we're mechanics. And they would come out and I don't I don't just go and look up this film. I think they would just be like normal people, you know. But how can you justify being a normal person when you're now in you're just like everybody else when you go to these things and you got a, like a ashless chaps and a dildo strapped to your head? Yeah. Like that's not normal. That's not normal human behavior. It's, at all it's it's dark man <laughs> it's and, weird and it's like you know i'm i'm a big person of uh you know all you know people fear what they don't know you know and stuff like that but like to me i'm like look i'm a pretty open-minded person historically i have been even more so uh in the past than i am now uh and, but still i like to think i'm a pretty open-minded person as far as like when it, on an individual level like i'm not i have no desire to just go out and like bash somebody specific or anything like that so, let me but, let me clarify something i would i would be just as troubled if we had a straight pride parade where some dude had like a <laughs> vagina on his head sure or something weird you know like it, it's equally just gr grotesque to me and, and yeah we're, we're like a couple of popsicle seasons away from that too because yeah, it, yeah. the pendulum will swing and it will be some kind of radical like what dude like but to it, like to your point though like yes there's something dark and weird about that and i don't know whether to be the kind of guy to be like you know oh man that's demonic or oh man that's just the pollution of the mind that is that is becoming too comfortable in a, a society the you know yes. going back to the the conversation or the uh the old saying i don't remember who said it first but i've heard it's repeated a million times the the uh you know, strong men make good times. The good times make weak men and weak men make hard times. Hard times make strong men. Like, I feel like we found ourselves at the same spot where, you know, they have like where it, the Roman Empire, I don't know exactly how it fell, but like they were doing good. They got too comfortable yeah. and they had nothing to fight about. So they started fighting about these crazy things. And it's like, and I'm not just saying specifically that, but like, what are we doing here? Like, what is that? And, and this is supposed to be something literally you're supposed to be proud of the fact that you're being walked on in Times Square by a chain on your neck, dressed up as a dog yeah. you know, with your nuts hanging out in front of kids. Like, or even, you know what, There's let's just say there's no kids. That is still weird, my friend. Yeah, that is yeah. still very, very bizarre. Like, yeah. and it's like, now what kind of doctor are you again you know what i'm saying like and it, it's 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 bizarre even if you're straight and that's your weird kink then you're how'd you get there you know what i'm saying like how did you get there like and you know i, I hear people say you know stuff like that and a lot of the stuff that's really big with like the the uh you know like bodies different body surgeries and stuff that people have been getting in the way that you know that has become so much more prevalent in recent times uh, you know, like with the transitioning and stuff like that, not just, you know, like jet dressing up as a chick and stuff like that or whatever. Uh, but like the actual, like, if somebody said that they were like, I need, I feel like I am incomplete unless I cut off my hand. Like, I feel like that we'd be like, yo, dude, don't do that. <laughs> like, just not, let's not do that. Like, there's no circle of people. There's no community of people who are like just a hundred percent absolutely that's your truth let's do it let's cut off your hand you know like that's that doesn't happen that's not normal that is not normal to any in any facet of modern society where it's like you should cut your hand off to me it's bizarre that there's other scenarios like you know even just like if you look up and explain and i have just because the conversation has come up so many times 
whether it be amongst myself and peers or whether it be in things that I listen to or something like that. But like the process of like getting your, your, your dong cut off and like having like a vagina as a dude, that's wild. Like that, like what that, how they do that and what that becomes and what that is, that is insane to me. Like it's, it's, I can't even fathom that. Ah, your audio cut out again. How about now? It's working. <laughs> I, as I said, I don't know what it was, but I'm I'm having a. I think my computer likes to be penetrated. <laughs> I'll get back in every once in a while. Talking about kinky stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's weird, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a, a a group of transabled people now where they do cut off limbs. Yeah. And, and blind themselves, like primarily because they identify as having, like being transabled. Uh, and I, I think that's become, and I don't know if that's ever going to take off, but you know, that slippery, slippery slope, man, it's going to, it could it very well. Uh, that, is, that is wild, man. Like, that's but, wild. I think, though, that we're, 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 what we're seeing is, the product of capitalism when we, we get these people that are transitioning and you know, there, there's, that's a big money grab, these surgeries for a lot of people. Uh, they, they don't tell you, Hey, we're going to turn, turn your dong into a, a vagina, but you got to dilate it the rest of your life where it's going to close up. Yeah. It, 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 you'll get infected somehow. Yeah. And just die. Yeah. <laughs> like so it, like it's, it's never explained how, like, you know, how miserable it seems to be for a lot of those people. Yeah. And, you know, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm sure that there's people who have had these experiences. Yet, if anybody out there is listening and is thinking about cutting off your dong, you have to dilate your vagina the rest of your life or it will get an infection and you'll become necrotic and you'll die. That's what you have to do in order to feel like yourself. Yeah. Well, if you already feel like a woman, what's the what's the purpose of even doing it to begin with? Like, you know, if you if. If there's a spectrum of what what it means to be a woman, why do you have to go through all that? To... Yeah, like I mean, I don't know. Like another thing is interesting to me because I've heard people com try to compare it to like uh, tattoos and piercings, and like no, I I was just I'm just stupid. Like I just want to have this on my body. Like I just I don't have any. I don't think it's gonna make me feel full or anything like that. And I know there's some people who do. They like they continue to want tattoos because they they want the ink all over their body and whatever it may be. For me, I just want to tear my shit up. You know, I'm like I, I can't lie to you and tell you that I have some like real thing. I mean, I I don't have that many tattoos, but like my ears. If I didn't already have my ears stretched, I promise you that I would not go through the process to get them stretched again. Yeah, well, I've had my ears surgically re reconstructed. I've had, you know, this is a guy that has, I've had. My first tattoo was a Star Wars tattoo. I hate Star Wars now. Yeah, like, you know, I was a straight edge guy. I had a straight edge tattoo, completely like covered all that shit up. Yeah, you, you're not whatever you're thinking now. You're not going to be the same person. You are like. You know, if you get 18, 20 years from now, you're going to be like, this was a stupid tattoo. Why did yeah. I get it? So, yeah, it's good to think ahead. If you really like, do you really want this? By Are the you... time by the time you wait it out, you'll probably be like, I don't even want it anymore. It's really not even that yeah. big of a deal. 
and I, and that's it's now, and this is also come from I don't have any that's that that fits into the category for me very easily. These kind of things like oh, if you want to smoke weed, man, that's fine. Man, if you want to get tattoos, man, that's fine. That live your life. It's your personal thing. Do whatever you want to do. And it's like those were the simple things. That, but now it's like, hey, look, we were thinking about not telling you about the fact that we convinced your kid that he should get his dick cut off. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to, if, and like they have these states now, and I'm sure there's, uh, some of it is overblown and a lot of it's not, but like they have states now that are going to become like sanctuary states for children to run away from their parents to be able to get these kind of surgeries or to be able to be accepted and get on puberty blockers and hormone, hormone treatment and stuff like that. That to me, that just sounds insane. That sounds like insanity. It is because it is. I don't, I, but I just don't, and this is the thing, you know, and I don't mean this in like, a, oh, I'm going to end it kind of thing, but like, I don't personally want to live in a society where that's okay. I don't want to, I don't want to pay taxes to somebody who, who is facilitating stuff like that. Yeah. Or, or any of the other things that they, the government does, like, money, but specifically. Do, that. do these people not remember that they were young and stupid once? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, why are we, why are we going to like, like kids? And I don't, I can't, I, the thing, I can't figure out the connection though. Like that's the thing that gets me. And it goes back to what kind of what I was talking about with like the Bud Light thing, even. I don't know what the connection is for people to be so diehard about that because there's not enough people. The numbers don't represent like you can be accepting of people without being like, why the hell is this such a big deal at think, this uh, time and in, in space and time? Thinking of the whole like trans thing, I think most gay people. Or other, they they hate they hate the trans movement more than anything. It's been the most detrimental thing to to the to, to gay people out yeah, there. I think in, I even imagine. like like I think I, I heard recently like when when that whole thing was going down, even bars like in like Hell's Kitchen, like super gay districts of New York, they were like like Bud Light was collecting dust on the shelf because nobody was buying it. Golly, man, I I can imagine too. Like, could you imagine like just for just say you spent 20 years of your life just wanting to be able to not be, you know, just don't treat me any differently when I go out to, you know, Walmart or to the bar or whatever. I am gay. That's all it is. I don't have, I don't want any special treatment. I just want to be left alone and just to yeah. be able to function in society. And then right when that's starting to happen, they're like, Hey, by the way, we're going to lump y'all in with a whole nother group yeah. of al uh, alphabetical, uh, you know, representation and it's like whoa no 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 and it's just like stop like and in my head i think to myself you know like obviously there's people who think that a lot of that is all entirely an abomination but it's like you meet in the middle the compromise is kind of like what i was talking about it's like hey look let's meet in the middle don't fuck with people's kids and if you want to go and to that silent night and do whatever you want to do to yourself then you know you know whatever and just live your life but like it's always it's uh, progressivism wouldn't be progressivism without progressing, I guess, in yeah. a certain direction. A direction. I was, just, I was just thinking, like, it's got to be like really hard for like people like Tim to be a comic, and you could you have all this material, and you gotta like walk on the eggshells on how you oh, like. Oh man, 
I can't even imagine. He lives in Florida too. So Oh, he's I mean, probably good. I, don't yeah. know. I, don't know. I mean, but I don't really know how he's giving it up these days either. That he might be like, he might be like, Yeah, I hate Ron DeSantis and I don't have a penis anymore. You know, like for all I know. <laughs> I say that. I'm pretty sure he still has a penis, but uh shout out to Tim. Uh but you know, one thing that's interesting, you know, something that was something that obviously we talked about a little bit before you got on the show, but uh you you you've been someone who's been I don't want to say uh what well, yeah you know a little a thing or two about being politically charged. Me and you have been friends for a long time. Sure, yeah. We used to we used to you know listen to punk music together. You know we used to like you said you were straight edge before you were eighteen and you know yeah. all these other things. I was I was straight edge up until I was nineteen. Well, there you go. You made it further than most people did. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's but, weird that you can't. The problem is, it's when you're like, I can't have a beer because I'm straight edge, and then you're like, it's different from saying like, I can't have a beer because I don't want to. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. It's, it's getting a little silly. Yeah. I, I definitely. Uh, no. You know, to me that that's like uh, I see where people kind of look at it as like, it's a it's not quite as far as like let's just say from and you know I I don't necessarily feel this way at all but it's because. Like, Anything that's going to, if it's, I mean, obviously, if it's, if it's really negatively affecting your, your life, but if it's something that's going to help you, you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody was like, I'm straight edge, I, I can you be straight edge if you've done that stuff before? Yeah. Say if you were like a heroin addict and then like you get clean, can you be like, I'm straight edge? Yeah. It wasn't like the dude from 25 to life, like Rick is like Rick to life. He was uh on heroin and he became straight edge and he like, he. A lot of money he would uh used to spend on dope he would go and get tattoos he's like covered yeah yeah so i just think i think to myself because if it's something that's gonna like help you live a more positive life same thing with like religious stuff or whatever i would much rather somebody do that's another reason why i don't ever knock nobody for nothing like i don't that. know man i think that if you're straight edge, you should have died in 9 11 <laughs> <laughs> you should have moved to new york in <laughs> <Yeah>. 01 <laughs> no, oh, it's, cool. it's cool if you don't want to die now I, yeah. I, I mean i also think to myself like i'm not straight edge at all i also don't think i also don't think uh you know i'm not i i drank for my all of my entire 20s the the past six months i haven't drank any alcohol the main reason is because at the beginning of the year i was sick i was having blood pressure issues and like i'm not i wasn't like in the hospital or nothing like that but i was feeling jacked up like every day like it sucked and i just haven't drank since then yeah. i tell everybody i'm like i haven't quit drinking you know but i have definitely i'm taking a break well, and the, the break has lasted a while my dad so, drank, drank the whole time he beat me listening to ted nugent <laughs> i blame i, I blame ted nugent no. <laughs> but uh, but like it, just saying like to like i can understand why somebody be like why do you need that crutch why do you need that to keep and to your point like you you in yourself it's one of those kind of things like it feels kind of dumb for me personally to yeah. be like, I can't drink because of this standard that I, I yeah. literally just a uh, cop from somebody else that I put here in front of me. Like, yeah. Hey, if you like the, the, the whole straight edge movement is weird. Cause it wasn't even supposed to be a, a movement. If you look at like Ian McKay, the, there's interviews of him being interviewed by fans. are like, dude, I'm a huge fan. And he's like drinking a, a, a tea, a sweet tea. And they're like, <gasps> and then he's like, what? He's like, my friend says you can't be straight edge if you, if you're drinking caffeine, he's like, oh, well, tell your friend, fuck you. 
Like, this is stupid. <laughs> That's awesome. And I love that too, though, because it's like, just be, you know, whatever, be your, live your life, man. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So we, you know, we obviously came up around this, a lot of the same characters, listened to a lot of the same music. Uh, I, you know, I had Keith on here a couple of weeks ago, about a month uh, it was ago. A good, it was a good show. Watch, listen to this entirety. Dude, you're, you're, I, it's funny because I almost never have people hit me up and be like, dude, I listened to the whole episode. But for good. some for some reason, like I've had several people hit me back and be like, "Dude, I listened to that whole episode. I finally finished that episode with Keith. So, Man, that was crazy." So, uh, to, to to be perfectly honest, that was the first episode I listened to in its entirety. Then I've listened to everyone in its entirety since. It's oh like, my gosh, dude! It was like really, really good. I don't listen to like a whole lot of podcasts anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's part it's of that part of that whole not getting obsessed with whatever it may be thing. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, that's what podcast does to me. It radicalizes me. It makes me want to become a militia member. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, it was great talking. That conversation with Keith was great too. And I, I don't think it actually ended up being what most people were thinking it was going to yeah. be. They probably thought it was going to be something nuts. And, but I thought it was cool, man. Keith was basically also the whole thing was great. I love talking about a lot of the stuff that happened in the past and stuff like that. Just, you know, growing up and all that other stuff, but it really was interesting to me, him opening up about, uh, you know, being like, he doesn't, he's not so brash with the street preaching stuff anymore. Yeah. I, I missed that whole, that whole deal. I don't, and I don't know if he would have been very brash with me. He's always been really like super, super cool. Sure. Well, I, I, I mean, he also, it seemed like that was kind of, I mean, I don't want to say it was an image, but like, it seemed like that was his, that was just like the mode that he got in for there yeah. for a while was, whatever but you know to that point people like keith and uh we know we've known keith for forever uh he was when uh, to me personally i could say he was a very very important figure in my life when it come to the underground music scene oh um, yeah, yeah and not to say that i wouldn't have discovered it eventually anyway but he definitely was like a very key component to that for me and he's always been a radical guy about anything that he's been into. Sure. He just happened to be radical about some shit that I thought was wild whenever, you know, and a lot of people obviously were negatively affected by that and it hurt people, but you know, time heals all. But uh, with that being said, there was, you know, we punk rock music uh, and, you know, beyond that, eventually it's like, we, you know, we find them ourselves into different like subcultures or interests in different subcultures. You, happened to find yourself into, <laughs> into a pretty interesting subculture that I personally was not even nearly close to aware of what it was whenever you first started to talk more about. And this was the proud boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and you're, you're the, you're the leader now, right? That's why you got that mustache. Yeah. I'm <laughs> uh, still heavily involved and my address is <laughs> I work at and my address is uh so no I I so that was a joke to yeah. anyone listening that was a joke all right so I guess I'll preface preface yeah you 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 uh, uh you take the wheel here just a little I bit. am I am in no uh sh shape or form involved in this group uh currently uh, I have no ties to them at all uh, so, how do we start this, man? Uh, so, in 2019, there was a big... In the beginning, God created the heavens. Yeah, <laughs> in the beginning, God created 9-11. <laughs> uh, it was all his fault. Uh, so, uh, 
it, it was really a way for me. I, I was really exploring like what I actually, like where do I stand? Because I started noticing a lot of, you know, this radical, like we just talked about several, for several minutes, this, this radical stuff going on. And I'm like, I need to, like, how can I combat this, this radical idea? And started seeing these, these, uh, this group called the Proud Boys and it's like super, super into it. And the more I, I, I researched it, it was just what they claim to be is they're a, a drink, a libertarian drinking club that its whole, its sole purpose is to make men, men. Uh, right. I was like, okay, cool. So, and to be, a- to be clear, it is a lot more popular up north uh, and out west and stuff like that. It's oh, not yeah, so. It hasn't been as popular, uh, even I don't think at its peak down here in the South as much. Well, they anyone who doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. To, to my knowledge, they they've really they have a lot more chapters by the time I left. Uh, actually, oh, wow. I co-founded the Mississippi chapter, and I had to go jump through a lot of hoops to get this started. Uh, I had to go to Georgia and meet with that group, which is really interesting, man. Uh, I, I saw a guy do cocaine off his own head. <laughs> okay uh with a series of bendy straws i didn't know you could do that um i got my there's four degrees i got my first degree there and then went to new orleans and got my second degree uh i i, I can i can tell you what the group isn't and it's it's what people say that it's a super radically racist uh white supremacist group yeah and it's it's really not, man. Uh, like there was, I mean, in Georgia, there's several black black members there. In in uh in New Orleans, there was a Sri Lankan guy in the group. It's oh wow, yeah. So, and I think now, from what I understand, there's one of the uh, the members now is a retired drill sergeant a black drill sergeant in jackson or yeah. something to that effect so why i left was it just no longer uh uh mom it didn't it, it didn't really sync up with what I, with my christian morality uh, right you know seeing people do cocaine off their own head for one thing and <clears throat> yeah uh, and the whole group is they, they say they're a libertarian group but I think they mostly they're like 2009 Obama, like politically leaning, like they they align more with that. Yeah, that whole. They're not they're not as radical as I mean I guess it's radical for today's sure. standards, but <laughs> yeah, they're, it's, they're right, it's right wing for today's standards. Yeah, I mean I think they're they're more left of center. The majority of the group, and you got some, you got some people that are probably not that, but uh, it just it just no really I just look because it no longer what I, what I believed in, they no longer met, met my, my moral standard. Right. And I, I don't, I'm, I'm never going to dox these guys. And these guys, <laughs> they have families and they're, sure. they're normal. They're normal people. They're just, just like, I wouldn't dox anybody that was on the other side of the spectrum. Cause most right. of these people, like, like I mentioned earlier, they're most people are in my opinion are terrible people and they want to be involved in something that makes them, <laughs> You know, feel like they're on the right side of, of, of this whatever political war. And uh yeah, so there's some good things that happened though. I mean, I bet 
like I met my godson there. He became Orthodox, and me and him left the same time. And then he became like like he was charismatic into the Orthodox Church, and he became my godson. So that's kind of cool. That's I mean, pretty uh, cool. Yeah, it's 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 just, it's weird, man. Like it, it's it, it's so it's so strange. Uh, the guy that founded the whole group, uh, Gavin McInnes, uh, people. He, I think he's a fake Catholic. <laughs> he's a yeah, yeah he's he. he He's his dad's his parents are Scottish, right? So I think he's he's whole then they're atheists, super but he he's holding on to this weird Catholic heritage of being Catholic. He's just he's a Catholic in name only, really. And uh right. Like if if this group is well, so Joe, Bi- Joe Biden says he's Catholic too, so yeah. Well Joe Biden also says he's alive. That's <laughs> 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 uh, a really fair point. Uh yeah, it's it's this guy. If you really think this group is like a super homophobic hate group, this guy literally made out with Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever. Yeah. In public to combat like Islamic homophobia for whatever event it was, some weird terrorist event. Yeah. He this the same guy that put a dildo up his ass on on television because uh <laughs> He said, like, he saw Hillary Clinton dancing and he said, I could dance better with a dildo up my ass. <laughs> and he did it. So, uh, you know, that's crazy. I didn't know about that. I think I knew about the Milo thing, but I didn't know about that. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. He, he stuck a dildo up his ass on, on his, on his show, whatever. I guess it would have been on like the Rebel, whatever it was. Sure. At, at the time. So, yeah, man. What, I mean, what's, what's interesting to me, though, is I think to myself, like, if someone was like, if they really were like on some real deal, like white supremacy stuff, then this is not me necessarily shooting bail for the Proud Boys. Because beyond yourself, I don't know anybody else personally that's ever expressed to me that they were in the the guild, if you will. But uh, like, wouldn't you just like start a white supremacist group where you would be openly white supremacist? Because it's not like the Proud Boys are like, yeah, we're getting into the, we're changing the library system and we're changing the, yeah. you know, the the theater department and shit <laughs> like that. They're like just getting together, shooting the shit and being uh, hooligans. It seems. The the guy the guy he's he's actually from Tylertown. Uh, that gave me my second degree when I was in it. He he moved to uh, China and he's like a super communist. Now. really yeah so it's it's not as like right wing as people think it's it's really people that what people think it is or what they what the people in it think it is is a group where people go and they get together and they they do like some like a uh, pageantry they do their little whatever and then they drink and they talk and they they're trying to recreate what was going on in the 18th century with these co- coffee house arguments where, yeah where libertarians would sit over coffee and discuss current events and what and it's it's sort of like that but it's it's kind of it's more gay than, than that. <laughs> and not like a little you know in the in the schoolyard sense it's right yeah i mean that actually makes sense and you know you have to wonder like i'm just relocating but you have to wonder if there is like i mean undoubtedly it's pretty normal for like say these uh, this attempt at almost like a a middle class version of a higher society almost or i don't want to say a secret society but like a higher society yeah uh, well, I, I don't you get what i'm talking about though like uh 
uh, I don't know. I don't know how to exactly explain it, but just, I mean, undoubtedly the proud boys are not the only club that gets together and does this like almost hazing or semi ritualistic type. Uh, it's, it's fat boy esque. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, and that's kind of what I was thinking. It sounds like a, uh, something like that but clearly you don't have to be an 18 year old 19 year old kid to be a part of something like this you do to be a proud boy you have to be 21 well yeah oh i'm saying like 18 year olds oh yeah, yeah. typically are just now going to college or 19 year olds joining a frat yeah, so yeah you yeah. you might be a 30 year old who ends up joining this uh this brotherhood if you will yeah and i imagine that's probably usually the case but unfortunately it makes you wonder though like what do you think that, or what would you say, like a, a characteristic of someone? I mean, did you ever get and know any guy? Well, you said you knew a couple of guys that were from different states and what have you. Like, what is the caliber of dude that usually joins, uh, uh, like something like that? I mean, I I know you. I've known you for a long time, but like, I imagine the majority of them are not people who are just like you. No, dude. Like most of the people that join these groups are like super like old punk rockers. Yeah. You, you would you wouldn't think it, but they're like super in like old school hardcore, and uh, like especially in like Georgia, they they they're super into it, and I think it's because to be like so far on the left now, what means to to be submissive to that you know to be left isn't as radical as it seems like because now the government's super into leftist ideology, they want to be they they want to be the underdog. Sure. And they think that's the best way to do it. (laughs) And it definitely makes sense because it's almost like it's like, they seem to be like counter whatever, like a counterculture to a degree. But, and just to think of it also, I imagine that this probably started somewhere. I mean, where, what city did it start in? I mean, Gavin McInnes allegedly, if Gavin McInnes started, he was, did stuff with vice, didn't he? And like, vice is is like punk rock CNN. Yeah. He was, co-creator with i think the other guy was shane smith yeah who was, I, uh, I know shane smith owned it at some point or was like yeah. the goat over there for a yeah. while he and he they he bought out the rest of gavin's uh ownership for a good bit of money but i think shane's he's a he's got bad gambling problems like in a lot of debt but uh that's yeah. hilarious that's hilarious because i think they just sold vice yeah yeah so to, to George Soros, not, <laughs> not essentially they sold him to George Soros, which is wild to me. I mean, if you look, if you look at, uh, I sound stupid to say that because people are probably thinking, wait, what you mean to tell me that the vice, I think vice is still going to be vice. They just have new ownership. The, the, not George Soros specifically did he, t- here's a check. I want to own vice now, but it's like companies that he owns and has parts in and stuff like that. His his company, you know, it's kind of like like I was I going back to the Vanguard and uh what is it uh BlackRock I think and then like there's BlackRock and Blackstone, these companies pretty much they have money invested in like every major company in the whole world and I know it's borderline it's that's what I'm saying and what I was saying earlier this is a little off topic but uh the obsession like you get a little when you get a little obsessed you start to hear about shit like that about the all these companies, but it's the same thing that people have said all forever. It's just actually knowing a little bit of information. These companies are corporate America. This is, this is the shit that they're talking about. This is why people say they hate capitalism, you know, since they're 12 years old, listening to punk rock music. It's like these bastards control 
a piece of everything. I digress. They probably are. They probably created the Proud Boys. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, shit. You have to caress your computer. Hello. Hey, I got you. Hey, if it makes you, I appreciate. Sure, I was going off on a tangent, so I heard every bit of what you said. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm a weird hodgepodge of random ideas. Where I, 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 I blame. I, I'm not. I'm not a capitalist by any means. I think capitalism uh, is responsible for a lot of, a lot of weird stuff that we have going on. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because you know. People don't care if it's immoral. If people want to buy it, it, who cares if it's immoral or not? It's going to make you money. Yeah, I've I've noticed that it never works unless it like it's always going to be something that's like uh, it takes years. It takes a long time, man. Like as far as like, oh man, Nike has sweatshops. You know, people will say shit like that. It's like we should do something about this. Like thirty minutes later, I don't really care. Capitalism is the reason why we have the Atlantic slaves trade. Yeah. (laughs) so and you can sit there and say, well, that was that was crony capitalism, but that's a no Scotsman's fallacy. No true yeah. Scotsman's fallacy. So it, it's it's capitalism. Uh, oh, uh we we had and I think a lot of the appeal for a lot of punk rockers to get into to the Proud Boys is people a lot of people don't know this was you know, Gavin McInnes was in a hardcore band in the eighties. Oh wow. What was their name? Like Anal Chinook. That's a crazy name. Yeah, and he was like and he's he's really musically he's legit he's not like a what you would i guess t- uh call it like a poser like sure he's le- 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 legit fan of uh, people that like flock to him because of that in in this when they when they're kind of like jaded by modern you know Every, everything yeah that's just interesting though because i mean i definitely wouldn't have even expected i mean obviously i was saying that about the true blue white supremacists but also you could just say i don't just see like the typical redneck dude being like yeah i'm gonna go join this outfit because yeah, they, they wouldn't really fit in right know. like how, but and what circle would they ever cross do they that redneck dude would have to go online to find out about somebody like this i probably run into that at a, at a maga rally or something yeah that's a good but, point uh, you really don't they're not really out in force here i don't i haven't heard i'm not because again like not involved <laughs> with this group <laughs> at all i don't i don't know really like i haven't heard anything about them i kind of i don't you don't really hear a lot about them anymore yeah. at least I, don't, I don't really keep up with them yeah I really I, care. typically you would hear about them in the news before i started really paying attention to the news and by the news i mean like you're listening to Joe Rogan and they get brought up because yeah. they were in Portland doing something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the yeah. last big thing that happened was they had the, the two guys go to pr- uh, prison for throwing bottles at, that they are beating the shit out of the Antifa dudes for uh, throwing piss bottles at them. Yeah. And but the, they got, they, they, assault, they got assaulted by Antifa and they ended up going to jail. Yeah. No, they went to, pr- yeah, they went to prison <laughs> for like five years. And uh, yeah, that's what's crazy. funny. A lot of people don't know because is one of the guys because they were they were they were painted as white supremacists. One of the guys was married to a black woman and had like five black kids. <laughs> like the running joke in the group was leave it to the government. They try to keep you know black kids fatherless. <laughs> so did I lose you? No, I'm right here. I'm sorry. I, I never know. Uh. <laughs> I think uh, if, I think if you continue to uh uh palatiate your computer, it'll. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to whip it out and just like bang my dick on the keyboard. 
see what that does. You should try it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, so that's interesting, man. Because, like I said, and I guess you hear, you, I don't oh, know dude, it's like when we, and similar, similarly, we had a we had a guy that joined our group who was married to a black woman, and she begged him to join. <laughs> so it was weird. Like it, it's it's strange. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's wild. They had a. Uh, oh man, I was just about to say something. Oh, the you know they had that big thing back when I guess I don't remember if Trump was had, was running for president or if he had already won. I can't remember. But that guy guy ran at Charlottesville, and it's yeah. like they made like several documentaries off of that, and like that kind of like like pushed over to the mainstream. <laughs> like, and that's when you started hearing about the Proud Boys, which is hilarious. The Indian guy in New Orleans was at Charlottesville. The, 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 <laughs> Oh my god, dude, there's pictures of him. You can probably just look at Indian guy Charlottesville. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 that's uh, crazy. Uh, but dude, he, he won't shut up about it. And we're like, dude, shut the fuck up about Charlottesville. That's a terrible, terrible uh, uh, optics. Quit, quit talking about it. Yeah, that's a really good point, too. Like, just, just ignore it. But in the same breath, it's like, man, like that shit was crazy. How stupid and avoidable, like. And but I digress. Richard Spencer was pretty much done after that too. And yeah, Richard Richard Spencer actually said like some help, like how like how what's the word heinous yeah, racist shit. Yeah, like this guy said some of the most fucked for heard. I mean, not necessarily ever heard, obviously, but like as far as someone who just so audaciously says this and means it, like yeah. I can't even understand how you exist. And it's funny. I think of it. I think of him as like the rapper who didn't make it in his class. Like you've got like Drake and all these other artists that got so big, and then people like just forget about people like Wale or somebody worse than that. Richard Spencer got left behind in that whole like political. Uh, that like Milo, you were talking about him earlier. Milo is still fringe as hell, but he got pretty popular in that time. Oh, yeah, he he left the he left the group. He was in it for a little bit. That's that's another weird thing is if we're like a. It, not we, but if they, when I was in it, if, if we were like this super anti-gay, just we let Milo, this, this guy oh my God. as gay as the day is long. Yes, a dra I, drama, drama. And married to a, a black man, so, <laughs> so, you know, whatever. But I don't know, man, like, we, I'll tell you what was interesting, and I'm, I'm don't know how much i don't guess nobody's nobody listens to this podcast so nobody's yeah. <laughs> See, there's there's a quite a bit of, of celebrities that are in this in the proud boys that that's crazy did i not I, I mean i don't think they're affiliated now and i don't mind name dropping them because <laughs> you, you you see them when i was in it you would see them in like telegram uh, but like bam margera i think was in it oh my gosh dude and uh and uh sean patrick flannery <laughs> who is that it's the this powder dude. That's uh the dude from uh, Boondock Saints. Not uh not the dude from Walking Dead, but the other guy. Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah, he was. Oh he, wow. Yeah, he was in it. <laughs> I don't know if he still is. I mean, I, this is just. I know a lot of people are like, gonna kill themselves because that's like. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm sure that most people will laugh at all. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Uh, I wonder who. What do you find out? Somebody like, I don't know. Pick like the 
I don't know. I guess if nobody's going to do it, if they thought that these guys are probably like, hell yeah, I was in the problem. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, people would talk about Sean a lot. Yeah. I know for a fact that Bam's in it because he would post in these group chats with him with his Proud Boys challenge coins. <laughs> the, like, the okay. But, you know, he's already a train wreck, so nobody gives a shit about it. <laughs> yeah. They can't ruin his life anymore. Yeah. Dude, man, he, I don't know if you've been keeping up with what's been going on him like this past year. But he, oh, about him, I'm going to smoke crack <laughs> on my shelf. <laughs> yes. He said he's gonna smoke crack if they didn't bring him his kid. I'm like, yeah, dude, that should get him. Dude, just say you want to smoke crack. <laughs> you just wanted to smoke crack. Just don't bring well, your kid to it. I just don't understand why did he think like why, why did he think who he clearly has smoked crack already that day. Like, yeah. how do you think that they're gonna be like, oh shit? He's you know, he's also like slurring his words. You know, like, it's like, dude, you seem like you probably had a long night. You need to take a deep breath. Instead, he goes to fucking Instagram and says, I'm like, you said it best, but I'm going oh, to smoke, smoke crack until I kill myself. If you don't bring me my underage child, because dude, why, do you, why do you even Caitlyn Jenner sound just alike, bro? <laughs> dude, I just want to point out, Bam Margera. They left him out of the latest Jackass movie because he couldn't stay straight long enough to fucking record it. And Dude, he, they should have put him in there. I'm going to smoke crack and talk to my son. They should have ended the movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Dude, you can't stop that. <laughs> That's all. Like They just put out Jackass 5.5. You know how uh, to do like the, um, it, but what if they put that out? And the only thing they added was just like a fifteen minute highlight reel of Bam on Instagram for the past two years. <laughs> hey, look, we're about to take over the world. You don't understand. <laughs> Bam Margera locked into a psych ward because <laughs> he fucking he tried to fight his bro- kill his brother in his mansion or some shit. Yeah. What a sad guy. Yeah, dude. He was the man, too. I remember back in the day, we thought that his delinquency dude. was like the wave. It was, dude, I'm telling you. I think he's responsible for a lot of people getting into like underground music. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking crack, I guess, now. <laughs> crack is weird. I mean, I personally know that we probably know mutually as smoke crack. Yeah. Shout out to. <laughs> 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 I know one of them that wouldn't be able to hear it, so it'd be all good. No, I, I couldn't do that, man. Shout out to my boy. No, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't do it to him. He he uh he can't even defend his uh opinion now. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to defend himself anyway at this point. Yeah. But I hey, I know a few of them that still be smoking that shit. So <laughs> them boys just know I'm doing y'all a favor. Never, I've never smoked crack. i've only seen crack twice in my entire life and the first and what's crazy is the second time is exactly how you think i would have seen it like just as far as like being around in a place where motherfuckers are smoking crack the other time the other time i saw it was not that it was far more shocking i was like i was at rec league soccer dude and this cop is like showing all of us 
what like every drug was. Like he showed us crack. He was showing us pot, dude. I was like eight. I was like eight years old looking at crack in a sack, dude. I was like, what are we doing here? Uh, I think I, I may have accidentally snorted a crack once. Uh, I thought I was doing coke, and I bought it for my cousins, and I said I wanted some coke, and it came like I, I don't guess coke comes in like a rock. I was like, I didn't know much. It doesn't. About it. it doesn't. It's crack. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess it just. The first time I'm doing it, I was like, okay, I guess this is how you just got to chop it up. It's, just, it's like, I don't, my, my throat's numb. And I don't know. This is, well, it, I, was about to, <laughs> I was about to say, it's also different. Like, it's basically like if it's cut with something, like, you know, if somebody like puts like powder or some kind of something else in there, then it will, uh, it can clunk up too. But like, I think it's like oral gel and drywall. <laughs> I was about to say, or it could have been a little crack in there. They might have gave you the wrong sack. I don't know, man. Yeah, I know that crack is like hard though. Yeah. Uh, but you know, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I mean, taking ecstasy a good bit. Well, I say enough times to where I probably had got there's something simulating crack in there. I imagine. I never smoked meth either, so. And, but same thing with the X pills. I'm pretty sure there had to have been. I, I think I did. I think I did meth on accident once as well because I thought I was getting ecstasy. Yeah. Was, yeah so you tried to smoke the X, is what you're saying? No, I, I guess you could eat like meth. If it's oh like, yeah, I'm sure it's going to do the same thing as snorting it or something. I was like, this is just. If this is actually this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is like one weekend. Uh, shout out to forty forty seven if you know what that is. But uh, we we were. Is that the number of firefighters that died? In <laughs> I think it was a little more than that. They had a, they had a. Uh, we had two weekends where we did ecstasy like back to back, and like I took the same kind of pills that first weekend, and obviously this was many years ago. And the second weekend, I took a different kind of pills, and I had a completely different kind of high. It was not the same feels like and I was there, but they were both ecstasy. And I was like, this is two completely different things. The second weekend I was up for like 36 hours and did not enjoy one single second of it. And, but the first time it was actually the polar opposite, but I did stay up 36 hours. I've never like, actually never done that to me. So I don't know, man, I've, I've tried it and it's never worked. And I was just like, this sucks. I went to a, went to see the yin yang twins at a paint party. I did ecstasy. That's random as hell, but that's awesome. This isn't isn't working. (laughs) I uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't remember ever doing anything cool while on ecstasy, but that sounds like it would be a lot of fun. (laughs) It was was fun sober. (laughs) That's what I was because that shit didn't work. Yeah, see, that sucks. But we did it a good bit of times, but it wasn't not, you know, same thing with Coke. I didn't like ever being on any kind of speed because it's like I can never feel comfortable. No, I mean, I'm a, I'm pretty sober now, dude. I'll have like I'll drink every once in a while, but I can't because sure. I'm like getting old, dude. I get like really bad acid reflux. Yeah, so, like I don't know, I can't like just drink. That I'm on I'm on blood pressure medicine, so apparently if I do drink, I can only drink like two. So I just I don't know, man. I just but when I was younger, I really liked like Adderall. Yeah, it was great. I'm not naturally a, a very outgoing person. Sure, and that's just like the best so, social lubricant. Awesome. That's awesome. 
yeah, I guess it's also kind of it's a pick me up, you know. Oh yeah, that's all. I'm saying that, man. I, I, I think everybody would. should do drugs. It's like, well, the thing is, is I knew how I knew how I felt after I was speeding on something twice, and I still did it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I knew exactly what was going on, but I still did that shit for years in my life. So I say that I didn't like it, but I mean, obviously, I was still doing the drugs that yeah. I liked being high. I imagine, but I just never felt like someone who was addicted to any drug other than maybe alcohol and weed. I think I'm. I think I was mostly addicted to porn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, far more destructive. I can assure you, it, it is. Dude. It's, it's done. Uh, it's done a lot more damage to my young body. It's <laughs> you got to wiggle your thing, man. I can't hear you anymore. <laughs> there we are. I hear you. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I, I despise it, dude. Can't stand it. It's such a such a <laughs> terrible. Uh, I just realized that I said that while we were talking about porn. Yeah. It said you gotta wiggle your thing, man. <laughs> you just gotta do what you gotta do, bro. <laughs> you gotta do it, man. I don't see the problem. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is is this is does porn become half the problem whenever they have AI porn? I think well, I don't know what you mean. I think it's just it is the problem. Well, sure. Like it's, but I mean, there's also the aspect of like, man, it's so sad that there's like a whole like demographic of women that are like just being subjectified and dudes too, for that matter. You know, I mean, like, and it's like, what a crazy industry where it's just like, you know, somebody, you just live in CD only porn star society pretty much. I mean, I assume, but because well, it's like those people don't ever get on like, you know, like Sonic ads or Domino's ads. Like they're not yeah. hopping down a hog and then being like, man, I'm doing my partnership with Wendy's this weekend. A, a big uh, appeal to the Proud Boys is they do like no fat. Like they're real big on. Yeah. They think a part of the problem is you, know, you got a lot of young men that are so consumed with virtual like women. Yeah. That they're too scared to go out and actually talk to women. And I think it's, there's some truth to that. Because I, you're you're constantly seeing tens on a screen that you see a solid eight or a seven, and you're like, nah, you know, like yeah, and that's a that's a you know seven is pretty good. Yeah, and exactly. Most, most women are sevens. That's such a, that's such a <laughs> yeah. That's being that's being kind. Yeah, it's like, and it's funny because it's like, dude, especially if you're not like some. And I mean, I don't personally think that. This isn't always necessary, but if you're not just like, you know, racking in cash, you know what I'm saying? Then you might as well go ahead and just be like, you know, I'm going to not. And also in my, I'd be more along like, what are you getting married for? Like, or is that your goal to go out and get married? Or do you just want to go find the hottest chick that exists and fuck her? Like, yeah. it's like as, as someone who is like a borderline incel, not me, I'm talking about from somebody's point of view to what he, they're saying, because I, I kind of agree with what you're saying or whatever, but, uh, a little bit about what the proud boys are saying, which well, is they're, weird to say. They're, but, they're, their big thing is like, just, you know, go find you a 10 and, and sleep until you find your wife. And I think that's also detrimental. That's why it doesn't really align with my Christian morality. Cause, uh, you know, sex shouldn't be the end goal of anybody's just because your wife's like, you know, great in the sack. She could be like a really terrible person. Yeah, that's that, that's crazy. That's a crazy thing to put a ring on it for. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a good reason to not. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, you know, 
I'm half yeah. kidding. No, for women, like for your for the women audience, you're you're not you're not an object. And yeah, you're, you're more than your body. I don't understand why why you you why women you know they succumb to these these the standards of porn and sure. they, this is what men want. Like real men really don't want that. Yeah, so I, I say real men like <laughs> real good men. Sure. Uh, as, uh, uh, it's like, yeah, I was about to say uh, that is certainly not as high on the list as people, and that feels like something that's so elementary to talk about too. It's crazy because like I feel like that's something that would have been installed in me when I was like younger, and it's like nowadays it just seems. But I don't know though. I mean, I'm not they out there as much. I just know what I hear. But I, I mean, it certainly makes sense. <laughs> I mean, there is everybody, and the thing is, is it's always made out to be like it's snooty women's fault. And in all fairness, I think everybody, you know, to your point earlier, your uh, overlooming point actually is everyone starts out just shitty human beings, yeah. and they just you know want to find the thing that you know can make them better. Well, well what they think makes them better, at sure. least. I, I think a, I think if they really were introspective about it, they they'd see like a lot of what they are actually into is kind of just as bad. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, but you know, we live in a, we live in a a time where feelings matter more than, uh, than anything else. And, uh, it's kind (laughs) of, it's kind of, you know, it just seems to be the way the cookie crumbles. And I'm not saying that that, that in like a, a a black pill sense, like, well, we're just going to fall further into decay and, uh, it's meant to be like this. So bring on the sun and, uh, you know, drop me in a submarine and call it a day. (laughs) I think, uh, I don't know, man. I I think, I think the U S as a country is we're we're on our last leg. I really, I think, I think the whole idea of this is the great social experiment. It was just a failure. (laughs) I we're 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 not even we're not even two hundred and fifty years old yet as a country. Yeah. And like we're already kind of falling apart. Uh and if you look at like great empires that have morality, kind of like the Eastern Roman Empire, they were for almost if you count the empire as a whole, they were what, like three thousand years maybe? That's crazy. Like so until they, they fell in like the thirteen hundreds, I guess. So I mean, I don't know. It's we have, we're just following the, this country's natural conclusion of do whatever you want if it makes you happy, and that's not always great. Cause now you're going to get people that are getting walked as dogs on the street. Yeah, yeah and, I know absolutely. And I mean, that only scratches the surface. You know, the drug addiction is becoming a much bigger. You know, mortality rate for drug addiction too. Yeah, like that is something that you know, I don't want to say weighs heavy on me, but it is something that I think about a lot. Like when it especially when it comes to shoot, talking shit about like a serious topic. Like I, like that is one of the things like, I don't even talk about it on the podcast as much. Cause I feel like it just kind of kills the mood, but like people be dying and the people like the numbers of people that are dying does not amount to the, anywhere near as many people that are strung out on dope right now. Like yeah. just even because like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't let it go, man. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, hey, no one else is apparently. So <laughs> I feel you. I respect it. But that shit is crazy, though. Like, you know, just going to that. But if we do, if we were to be, you know, what do you think it is? Do you think it is something that has, you know, maybe a, a where a country or, you know, a great nation has fallen before? Or do you think it's a, a new issue that has arised just within our time that it makes it unique 
like a little different. I think it all stems from just uh, like classical classical liberalism, yeah, and, and and what would be like modern libertarianism and what the uh, the the framers of this country wanted to be left alone to do what you want, yeah, and. It's really, I mean, that's what we we're, we're founded on is just being let be, I guess, to a certain extent. But they never could have, you know, they had some morality. You know, they they were thinking nobody could be this stupid not to have, you know, this morality. Yeah. It, it's just a natural conclusion of what would happen. I think it's fairly new in, yeah. in the grand scheme of, uh, of everything that's happened in history. Sure. Yeah, obviously. I mean, technology, you know, in the past 200 years. Has definitely jumped forward. That's one of my uh, and not in like a, yeah. I'm going to start sending bombs to people's houses kind of way, but like sometimes I mean I really do think I used to always say when I was younger that uh, you know the worst thing and the best thing that God ever created was women. You know I was like it's like hands down the first and the first and the best you know and the last place like God like worst best and worst thing and I say that for men or for mankind, the best and worst thing that we've ever made was the internet. And I think the latter of the two is going to be what uh, is actually the the hole we couldn't plug. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was made with good intentions, I guess, but sure, it, like I said, man, like people at their core are just terrible people. Yeah. Everything, <laughs> everything always goes bad. You, everything, you have, everything always decays. You have like all the information you could ever want at your fingertips, and you know, the 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 Library of Alexandria it pales in comparison, <laughs> and you use it to look up, you know, porn or whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> Talk to each other for two hours just about stupid shit. Yeah, it's 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 not it's it's not the technology itself. It's just the people that are <laughs> sure. building it. Yeah, I mean, just I, I think that humans just have. Uh, an innate uh, ability to just bastardize everything, <laughs> like just totally destroy and just we, use everything for the worst. You gotta understand that, like the people that that, that found that framed this country, like they were they weren't like stupid people. I mean, they were yeah. like like smart. Like, I think Benjamin Franklin uh, discovered the he mapped the currents on the uh, Atlantic Ocean when he was back way back in France because his, his wife he was over there like. You know, sleeping around with French women, but his wife died at home. And he was sad about it for some reason, and uh, he to to uh, to I guess uh, keep himself occupied. He he mapped the the, the ocean currents of the Atlantic. So these That's you know, crazy, yeah. Like these people were smart, and you know it. Like they they couldn't imagine like the modern man. You know, if they had all this information at their fingertips, it being you know being so stupid <laughs> yeah just like uh, the things we take for granted like i was even thinking just you know going back you talking about the library of alexandria and like what we have could you if somebody like showed you if we showed them what we're doing right now just zoom with the camera audio talking they would not know that would be a, that's alien shit that is what aliens are yeah well i think yeah they wouldn't be like they would be thinking how can i put you know, put my penis on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. They might, they eventually would. Cause they get bored. They'd be like, man, can you believe I don't even have to go all the way, you know? I don't know, man. I think, I think a lot of delinquency back then was frowned upon. Yeah. You know, 
now it's just it's celebrated and i think the thing the, the big problem is we we celebrate delinquency in our society of yeah. all kinds all kinds that's all true kinds it's, and it's, it's not exclusive to that i mean i i'm a you know i literally listen to a substantial amount of rap music uh and i have for a very long time and there's so much of that music that is just like a cesspool of like this is it's glorified in that a lot of that culture unfortunately yeah it's like it it is all down with the clown to kill people yeah like and then everybody's like shocked and has some weird confusion when someone gets shot or killed or whatever now don't get me wrong you could still be sad that the artist is gone but absolutely but like this is not a surprise. Like, there's no reason this should, and at this point, it shouldn't be at all anyway. And, and, and there's not a whole lot. It's not ex exclusive to rap either. You look sure. at Johnny, Johnny Cash, this <laughs> thing about doing cocaine and shooting his wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's it's not like this is something fairly new. I mean, it's true. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think it's just for me. It just right now that that revolving door happens to be on rap, isn't it? Isn't it I mean, back then? It was shocking. Isn't it weird now that it's, it's not nobody blinks an eye to it? <laughs> that you know, that's just that's okay. That's what they're thinking about. It's okay. Oh, he was shot. Well, you know, I guess that's the natural conclusion to that. Right. Yeah. Well, who's got the next song on? You know, uh, DJ Academics or some shit like that online. It's crazy, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like the internet has has definitely done done damage to society. For, but in the same breath, like I said, like the does the good outweigh the bad? We, you know, that's still to be determined. But I think personally that the internet is just such a has become such a. Uh, you know, I'm almost I'm always like, no, you know, we only need so much regulation and blah blah blah. But like the internet, the internet might be one of those things that there's just like a blanket like governing body that but you just don't trust anybody to do shit like that i don't trust anybody to do nothing like i know that. i'm i'm following a lot of like big anti like like porn uh groups i yeah. guess organizations i know in louisiana they made it illegal for you to view porn hub it like if you're under 18 you have to show you're like yeah <laughs> that's hilarious I, I think that's that's awesome yeah I, I think that's a step uh it, i mean i, I don't that, necessarily i don't necessarily think it's a bad idea as a 30 year old guy <clears> to tell you that porn is rotting out like teenagers brains 100 really? no, i mean they you can you can look at they, they took scans of of people's brains uh young young people that your brain isn't fully developed towards 25 and they're, they're like like a lot of that frontal lobe is <laughs> like like unformed it, it's it looks like yeah it's terrible like mashed potatoes from there so that's just crazy dude yeah it, it, it's it does the same it's it's the same thing as drugs it does it does exactly the same thing it gives you the the endorphins that you that you need and it's it's better than drugs because there, you don't have to there's no middleman you don't have to you don't have to pay for it you don't there's no stick like you don't have to long gone are the days we have to walk through a, a beaded curtain at the you know the store and it and let everybody see your shame. You can get it free, and yeah, and it's it's private. Nobody has to know about it. So it's the ultimate drug. That's uh, crazy. I, I hate it. I hate. I hate. I hate everything about it. That being said, I got an OnlyFans. If anybody is <laughs> interested, I paint my I paint, I paint my dick the color of a, <laughs> an airplane flying <laughs> into a tower. <laughs> Oh my god! It's a uh, 
9.11 inch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that is insane. Those towers are going down. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, man. This yeah, uh, I could cry. <laughs> dude, yes, exactly, man. The the man sucks still though. I think I feel like overall uh, the man still sucks. Uh one final thing about porn I think is really interesting is you know, during the communism the the in in Russia and you know <laughs> yeah. It's just funny in communism in Russia. In communist are you, Russia, are you there? <laughs> well, your, your screen's like it's frozen. So I, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, they uh, the pornography was outlawed, <clears throat> and it wasn't until the end of the Soviet Union and what like the what was it late eighties? Yeah, you you would see like people like peddling like rank porn in the subway. So even like communists knew like it, it's destructive to a society, right? So you I mean it's it's pretty distracting, I imagine too, especially yeah, to, especially like when you don't have, I mean, I mean in the time like that, I mean it's distracting now I imagine as well, but imagine being borderline ready for war and stuff and all everybody out there gets porn, just immediately gets internet access to the porn. It's like, well, you no, know, just like a lot of great people in history practiced uh, semen retention. I guess I mean Mike Tyson. Yeah, I think Kevin Gates has talked about that before too. Tickle the thing. Yeah. Okay. There, I hear you. I didn't hear what you, the last thing you said. I think he's a, he's a devout Muslim now, so I guess that's like they're really anti all that good good <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and you know, he's he's a wild boy. He'd be saying and doing all kinds of shit. But, yeah. and, but, you know, he, uh, that's one thing that he's does and he's all spiritual about it too. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't listen to any of his music. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about him. I know he's like in Macomb a lot. He lives there or he has a house there. Yeah. I'm not, I, I wouldn't, I don't know, man. I always thought he was kind of, kind of, kind of a little goofy. Yeah. He's a silly dude. He's a, I mean, and I mean silly as in like, if a dude walked up to me in the middle of the road somewhere, no matter what he was, ethnic wise or, you know, race or where he's from or how he's dressed or anything like that, if they talk to me the way Kevin Gates talks, like in one of his videos, I'm losing it. Hey, listen, I'll be right back. I gotta grab this pizza. Hang on one second. I'll come back and we can kind of close up. All right. Yeah, I had to go grab <clears throat> some pizza that my lovely wife ordered. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I did not. Uh, well, I have a German Shepherd outside. He's cool. You know, he don't be tripping, but sometimes the, you know, if the Domino's workers have a preconceived notion about him, they might be like, I ain't getting out this car. He's cool. He just doesn't like black people. <laughs> yeah, like he's, or he just hates white people. Uh, that would be a good twist. Just hates Jews for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, can't, why. I can't figure it out. <laughs> Oh my God, he uh no, I mean, oh my God, he's a German Shepherd. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Uh, the Shepherds of German, but no, they're um damn, what was I about to say? Oh, FedEx guy, older white dude. You know, it's like could be could be somebody like a little bit younger than us. Their dad, like a twenty year old person's dad or something like that. 
Gotcha. In, in other words, I guess he's like a 50 year old man. <laughs> I know him from the, you know, he goes to church with my uh, mother-in-law. I don't know him that well, but he's a FedEx guy, man. He went out to go shake my hand one day and like, I thought my dog was going to tweak out like, and just bite the shit out of him. Like he just like growled at him and got, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Never done this before ever with like a stranger like that. He'll be all up in their grill, but I'm more concerned about him jumping up on them. Like he jump, like if he yeah. jumps up on me, he don't really do it much anymore, honestly, but because he's got claws and shit, he'd be done scratch somebody, hurt somebody's kid or something like oh, yeah. that, but he ain't never bit nobody or anything like that. He's an idiot. I think I raised him completely wrong. I worry that if somebody broke into my house, that he would not protect me. Who'd be like, oh shit, dude, I gotta go. <laughs> but then stuff like that happens and I get <laughs> mad at him and I'm like, I don't know why I'm getting mad. This is what I kind of want him to be, but the guy reached his hand out to shake my hand and my dog like started tweaking out of it. I think it's, it's in there. It's kind of in their, their DNA, isn't it, to be that way? I'm pretty confident. I, th- I mean, that that's why they use them for like cop dogs and shit, I'm pretty sure, because yeah. they're supposed to be, and that's why they're supposed to have pretty much one owner too, or one person that, like their weapon is that dog damn near. I, I mean, my hat's off to you, man. I, I couldn't have a German Shepherd. Do you have any animals? I have a like a like a half dachshund, half beagle. Okay. I hate her, dude. I was about to say, is that for you or is that for? Uh... It's my daughter. She named it Hermione. Oh wow! Yeah. Can you imagine like, having to call Hermione? No, I can't. Or telling <laughs> or telling Hermione to shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's just like she she loves Harry Potter and she's like we're naming her naming her she's seven right so yeah Hermione it's this worst dog in the world like the dumbest dog I've ever had in my life that's I amazing to death, but I I like I feel nothing for her <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh, but yeah she she breaks out from the bag she likes to run around like calling her calling Hermione and she feel like an idiot like, who names her dog Hermione. <laughs> Hey, my kid, I have a little cat. He's not a kitten anymore, but we got him about the day after New Year's or whatever this year. My son and my wife wanted him. His name, his name was Loki when we first got him. Cool, you know, whatever, relevant, short, fine, Loki. My son, my four-year-old son, who was three and a half at the time, changed his name. Said his name is Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what is fine. And I'm only say, talking bad about it because he's not here. I'm in my kitchen and he's at his grandmother's house tonight. But whew, I don't know why the fuck he was like strawberry is what we're going to name it. It's like, are you sure? You do know what Loki looks like, right? Like, well, here's these different things. Like, Loki's cool. You know, like he's a bad guy. He's kind of cool or whatever. He's got some edge to him. No, I nope. hate this. It's strawberry. <laughs> he said it's strawberry. <laughs> so my wife, of course, so that's all good. We'll leave it as Strawberry. That's fine. It's her idea to name him Loki. So I really don't have a dog in the race. I said I didn't want the cat in the first place. Now I tolerate him. He's not really as bad as he was at first, though, dude. He was a yeah. terror agent. Especially since you put him in a sack and jumped him over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forced him to take a bath three times a day. But I really, I wasn't bathing him. I was just putting him in a cage with <laughs> water over it. Yeah. That shit's crazy. Fuck Peter. Look, I'd be remiss if I got out of here and I didn't ask you 
Uh, what's been up with uh like wrestling and uh shit lately, man? I'm oh, yeah. using wrestling as a blanket term because oh, I, sure. I know you're like a 17 time like uh purple belt or something. I'm actually just a blue belt. Uh, I I compete at purple. I think I'm knocking on it. Uh, but yeah, I mean I I, I cross train. I do uh jujitsu and uh, catch wrestling, which is basically like in a nutshell, it's like like. High, uh, freestyle wrestling with submissions uh i have a i guess i can plug this now uh i have a competition coming up on uh july the 8th it's a grappler's den it'll be at precision martial arts academy that's at 624 grants ferry road at 11 o'clock and i like to uh, also uh, say again i'm not involved in the proud boys so don't bring, <laughs> don't bring a concrete milkshake and throw that in don't fuck with it if you yeah don't bring any of that shit around me uh that's my little next thing coming up be the last i get in before i start the power academy uh at the end of that end of the month so yeah so where where is that gonna what town is that gonna be in uh the the grapplers den it's in floywood oh okay okay sweet uh, yeah just yeah, look up Grappler's Den, Flowwood. Okay. Well, uh, as, as the uh, as the event comes up closer, I'll obviously tag it on socials as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I I'm uh, I don't really know how that bracket works. I think I got some uh, singles, like single matches. I think I'm in a in a bracket as well. So I don't know. I don't know. I've never done it before. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be fun. So you were uh you did something here, correct? Here in that uh yeah, I did uh, recently. I did siege, uh, siege combat, which was a, it's, a, it's basically a grappling. Uh, it was at Brewski's. Yeah, was, I remember uh, seeing that posted at several. Like they have several events there or something. It was on the, was on the 18th, I think. I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember when that was. But uh. Yeah, I had a blue belt match and a purple belt match, and I lost my blue belt match uh, with a submission. Yeah, that was super good. <clears throat> won my purple belt uh, in overtime, so I got paid. That's great. That was, that was fun. They do that pretty regularly. Uh, yeah. Follow Siege Combat on Facebook, Instagram. Dude, they put on really good shows. I said Brewskies. If not, just go there, go there and get a beer, watch watch some fights. Yeah. So what do they? What what kind of what kind of wrestling is that, or what is that pretty much like the siege thing? So siege is just uh, hard like, my ignorance. I'm just I know I know uh, I know what UFC and MMA is, but like so is, siege is kind of like a a hodgepodge of of, of things. Like it's uh, basically jujitsu, but it's like yeah. nogi, and I think they use uh, like Eddie Bravo uh, EBI rules. Yeah, like. There's no it's it's a time limit depending on on your age group and your your rank level. Yeah, it, and there's no points. So if you don't get a submission before the 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 allotted time, you go into a, 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 a overtime period where you have one minute, and somebody has your back, and you either got to escape or they submit you, and then they the other guy gets a turn, and the fastest person to escape or the or if you get a submission. And the other guy escapes. You 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 win because a, a submission trumps the the escape, even if it's faster. So, right. It, it's an interesting little. Uh, I like the way they run it. Uh, yeah. I don't like point systems. I like, and and you can, if you're competing, you can uh, 
discuss the rule set. Like if you want to allow certain things, you can. Most of our matches are pretty much like all like all all moves are legal. Yeah. Uh, they'll do combat jujitsu every once in a while, that which is basically like jujitsu, but when you get on the ground, you can like open hand slap people. <laughs> which is like really cool. Uh and I'm thinking what I would like to do, uh after I get out of the fire academy, I got a bunch of time on my hands. I might take a MMA fight. So stay tuned. Dude, yeah. that would be sick. Yeah, my grap my grappling's not all that bad, so I just I'll work on some striking and and uh see where that goes. I'm not I'm 31, so I'm not really looking to get into the UFC. I just want to hurt people. <laughs> sure. Yeah, dude, that'd be gnarly. Did you uh did you ever try to do that in the past? I want to say that you made. Yeah, yeah. I I, 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 I had <laughs> I had a unsanctioned fight when I was eighteen. It was in in Magnolia at a welding shop. <laughs> oh my god! I, I won that. Then I had a sanctioned fight back in the day, and I didn't have any like formal MMA training. And I, lo <laughs> I lost that second round. I got knocked out. Damn, that sucks, dude. Well, yeah, and I was like, I, you know, I got that you know it had me thinking like i'm not really at a mma gym yeah uh, i don't need to like get hurt and get my record like <laughs> shitty yeah so i just i started doing judo and and other things and you know now i'm like I'm, I'm at a legit mma gym and, and pedal yeah and I, I love that gym so i mean it would be weird not to do it i guess just yeah i don't have any and there's no pressure like i'm not don't have any like aspirations to get into the UFC or anything. <laughs> right. I'm just I'm I'm 30 and I just want to like make my record not look so so blemished, I guess. So, and it would be cool to just give it a go. Yeah, and it'd be cool if I get like a young guy that's like 18 and scared to death. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> talking about. <laughs> yeah, it'd be his last fight for the next six years too. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> what happened today, dude. I, I thought I thought it, my guy was like Jack, like in his thirties, I was like eighteen. I'm like, holy shit! Like this guy's about to send my ass. Yeah, and he did. <laughs> Sent me home with a concussion. Broken nose. It was good. I mean, it 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 is what it is. I mean, I'm. You know, a lot of people won't do it. Right. You know, a lot of people are you know they're either really smart and they won't do it, or they're just scared. <laughs> I think of it all the time, man. I say this as I'm eating pizza, but. I say it all the time. I'm like, man, I really wish I would have got into fighting when I was younger. Somewhere in my 20s, at least, because then, you know, I could have got because I just love watching these motherfuckers beat the shit out of each other on TV, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. And it's like knowing like the like as soon I've watched UFC for like 10 years, but I really started watching UFC you know, during COVID. I'm talking about like I get together with the boys and watch it all the time. Like, but not to the same degree that I watch it here at the house. We can wrap it up if we need to. Oh, I also can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I literally have the house to myself today, so it's just whenever you, you get tired. Of I got you, man. I, uh, I do love the fact, though, that you're, like, one person I've always thought of, though, when it comes to, like, doing martial arts and stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Well, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest, people that I know personally, because I, I know that you used to be big into that back in the day. So it's cool that you're kind of not the same stuff. I, I know that you've been different stuff over the years, but yeah, it's I mean, interesting that you still have like an eye for that stuff or a desire to do that kind of stuff. Well, you know, I joke about my dad. Like, Especially I did have, after getting knocked the fuck out. I, I did have like a really like abusive dad, but you know, he did like, he was super into it. Yeah. It was just kind of those things. I guess you just, I did because sure. I don't know if I, I just wanted approval, but I really liked it. And I just, you know, I, I knew a lot about it. I, I watched a lot of old, like old, like I, I was always watching UFC when they were, when it was like, like, like old, old. Yeah. <laughs> I think it like started the year before you were born or some shit like that. So yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I've always been like interested in it. Just, I know it's it's really hard when you're around here to to get good gyms. I mean, it's right. just it's not like you, know, you get people that do MMA or they say they do, and you end up fighting in a welding shop. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, it's it's kind of a long way since like the. When I, you know, tried my hand at it, but, and I'm I'm a lot more wiser now than I was then. Yeah. I'm not as not as uh, athletic, or you know, like you would have been in your when you're 19. Sure. But you know, I I still think I got like old man strength now. That helps. Yeah, I still I have like a terror. Like my thing is at this point, it's like I'm like yeah okay I'm gonna go <clears throat> I'm gonna like get into shape for the, like the next year. And I'm going to train really hard. And then I'm going to book me a fight two months out, three months out. And I'm going to get knocked out, dude, and never be able to walk again. Like, <laughs> no, like dude, I'm, at the dude, the amateur level now, like when I tried it, dude, well, the amateur level was basically you're that you went in like no, like you could throw elbows. Now, like they have so many like rules and stuff for amateurs. You have to wear like shin guards and there's no elbows. To, to fight an amateur like they really like they they it's a lot more safer to fight amateur now and I, that's crazy that's awesome though I, I, yeah i think it's it's good because you don't want you don't want some some cat that <laughs> <laughs> that wants to try it and they you know and they they have some training and they get in there and and the and the, and the a lot of the the uh the the people that are the promoters are really good about putting you against people, you know. That makes sense. Yeah, that, it makes a lot more sense, you know. So they're just not wanting bodies anymore. <laughs> they have sanctions and shit that probably yeah. look over that stuff. Yeah. it's If you're going to do it now, you know, now's the best time to get into it. People are smarter about it. The weight cuts are better. It's just you got people that – you got a lot of people now that they're not just – they fought during that that time period. And they're 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 uh, coaches now, so they know the ins and outs. They know what's what's best because they've done it all. And they yeah. what works. And they know what doesn't work. The, the sport has evolved a lot. Basically, is what yeah. like all those kind of sports yeah. have evolved a lot. Uh, big big blowing up to do. They're not yeah. like the NBA or something. That's like we've been doing it mostly this exact same way for a hundred years. Yeah, man. It, I, it, it's been the one consistent thing of like sport I've really enjoyed uh, besides like, like any kind of grappling. Well, I, I like all forms of grappling. I, I, would, I would probably watch sumo if they had it on, that, on yeah. ESPN, but uh, it, MMA is fun. It's fun to watch. And it's fun to see 
I usually root for the 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 wrestlers, but yeah, well, the wrestlers be going hard. They be winning the belts, so yeah, well, they yeah they dominate. I mean, people think jujitsu is where it's at, but if you look at the history of UFC, more wrestlers have held titles than like jujitsu guys. It's always it's funny to me whenever it happens. It's like you never. Like Kamara Usman, they say Kamara Usman was like pretty dominant. You know, I I saw him fight for the title. I'd never heard of him before then. That was kind of when I first uh, started watching like the fight nights and stuff a lot. Because uh, yeah. before that, it was just like you had like three or four fighters that you always paid attention to the Diaz brothers, always paid attention to John Jones, Conor McGregor. You know, and you know beyond that, you know, <laughs> it's like it's. I mean, there's obviously other people. Anderson Silva oh, was yeah. really big. The Diaz yeah, brothers. You- are you watching the Ultimate Fighter now? Uh, I'm not. They got a the guy that's right from from like I want to say it's like Shreveport. It's Kurt Kurt something. He he fought the UFC. He was there at, at in Hattiesburg in my last siege. Yeah, that was kind of cool. To see him. That's there. awesome. Yeah, I I follow a dude that is uh I guess he's friends with. He is friends with a, a dude that I'm friends with. So he actually, I guess he was his jujitsu coach or something, or his something coach, and he was in the show uh, this season. And, like, I just by happenstance followed him, and then it was, like, announced that he was on the show. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. But the guy that he's – uh, this is very vague. I don't know what his name was. And it might be the same guy is what I'm saying, if he's somebody from around, you know, I'm gonna, Louisiana. I'm going to butcher this guy's last name. It's like Kurt – Holobo, he's uh, from Denham Springs, actually. But yeah, he's a uh, he's he's on there now. But he was there at uh in my last uh, siege siege fight. That was kind of cool to see him there. But uh, they got the dude from uh from uh uh the coast. Yeah, that is the same guy. The the Mississippi guy, Jason Knight. Yeah. yeah, he's there. He's on the this season. That's, that's pretty oh small. wait, no, this right here, the guy I was talking about is the Kurt Hollowbo. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, that's him. He was. Uh, he was at. He was in Hasburg for my my siege fight. So that was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, like you're kind of like doing a double take. I'm like, is that is that Kurt? Yeah, man, it's pretty. I do know that uh, because I obviously keep up with Conor McGregor religiously, but uh, he's sinking faster than him. Dude. man-made submarine with a Logitech controller moving yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> he, he... You gotta tickle the thing, man. Uh, good. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, he, he's a terrible coach on, the, on tough. That's what I was gonna say. I saw where his team hasn't won yet. Yeah, yeah. How many episodes does the season have? I mean, we're like, in, we're on like episode five now or four. So they the past four, four or five fights, he's nobody's won. Now, I think it's because they don't know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> he's coaching his fucking accents so damn thick. I hear people like try to say like he's a mastermind. I'm not saying he's not, but they say like he's a got such a great mind and a fighting IQ and oh he does, but you know. Yeah, I'm just saying it's like whenever I listen to him try to explain to someone even before he was doing this like he's trying to he's like, you gotta go with us something with us it's like can you put that in writing please like Jesus Christ like, he's like a brilliant 
fighter, but it it it, it tells you things that work for him. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, like you're not going to get somebody to fight just like you. You got to like meet them where they're at and see what work. You know, that's why, uh, uh, other dude, uh, Chandler is like a better coach. He just he he picks what what they're great at and, and makes it makes it better. That's, yeah. And that's what fighters do. Fighters, fighters aren't as well rounded as you think. I mean. Fighters are usually good at they're good at one thing, right? Like look right. at uh look at uh Khabib, you know, he wasn't the best striker, but he was good at wrestling. He was good at this one thing. And he was undefeated. So he's he's gotta be great at one thing. Yeah, John Jones is good at a lot. Yeah, well he was good at beating the <laughs> shit out of people. I can't believe yeah. he came back and won again. Yeah, he, I mean I can believe it, but you think he smoked crack? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, what a... champ, the champ smoked rocks. <laughs> and now, man, John Jones has like beaten everything. Yeah. He's beaten every case, every woman, every fighter. There's nothing he can't be. What a guy. <laughs> yeah, he is insane, dude. I don't really know how he gets away, has gotten away. I mean, I'm not, I don't ha- I like, I love John Jones, honestly. Oh, yeah. But I just don't know how he has managed, dude. He is a black man with a very white boss and he has done every stereotypical thing that a middle-aged black man would do. Like everything that a, 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 a old white man would say, you know, stereotype city is what I'm saying. But somehow he just keeps getting richer and keeps beating the fuck out of people. Dude. So I don't, yeah, and that's why I don't really believe that there's like a race problem in, in America. I think there's a, a, a class and a and like a class problem where if you got so much money, <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. yeah there's a lot of things that you'll just you know i don't know I, I totally agree i mean i that's something i feel like it's you know we've always had the conversation about how they just want us to all fight against each other so any kind of tribe they could put you into and classify people as and bait people back and forth with they're going to and that's why they won't let the fucking race shit die yeah. When I say they, I mean they, whoever the, you know, whatever the powers that be. I'm not saying like uh, the, the interdimensional <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, that's exactly it. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, I just feel like that, you know, the goal is to keep that. Because st- I mean, dude, like, I don't know. I've talked about it ad nauseum, but I'm not convinced that we are actually all still fucking like, uh, you know, racist against each other, still prejudiced against oh, each no, other yeah. for. Yeah. I still think that uh, uh, who has money is uh, plays a big factor in the way this world functions. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think most people aren't racist. I think what a lot of what I personally want is I just want to be able to make like racist jokes and everybody <laughs> laugh at it. <laughs> I think if we can get there, you're like, and I was we were so close as a society for like white people to be able to say the n word during a joke and everything would be straight. Oh, do you like? Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I 
I really hate that word. I hate when anybody says it, even as like a, a term of endearment. Like, I, I think that yeah, word... maybe maybe when I was sixteen, I I would be like, oh, <laughs> be like I'm good now. That makes me feel uncomfortable when I hear somebody say it. And yeah. not, not in the way that I'm ever going to be like, hey, could you not say that? Unless it was like somebody being really disrespectful to someone else. But like, yeah. it's one of those things. It's like, damn, dude, chill out. <laughs> you know, like, I've been thinking to myself, like, really? Still? Like, we're 30. You don't have to use that language. Yeah. And I think it's because I'm 30. And I think <laughs> no self respecting 30 year olds still use, still talking like that, dude. Just weird. Yeah. Exactly. Where do you, like, what even comes up in your conversation for you to be even using a language like that? But I think the same thing about like I used to so casually let the let GD fly off. Yeah, it's like it's not it's not necessarily necessary for me to say God damn it all the time, you know. Yeah, I I, I feel that dude. I, I still have a problem with, and it's never it's not. I'm not using it just. It's always like some. It's always there's a purpose, but I mean it's not really. Yeah, not it's really, really, it is it is incredibly offensive to some people. Yeah, especially when you're driving, you're like those. God damn. Nigga made one wrong move, Jet Poppy. Living on broke with the whole flooded out in the hotel lobby. It's crowded. Diamonds be dancing like Bobby. They dance. Don't touch a dick like if you cocky. Don't touch it. Shroom and GC depart. We geek. Bitches gon' trend on the top. Keep trending. The way I pull up, I'ma pop it and none of these niggas gon' stop me. Pull up. Gone. Put the shit on, get a cup for the drip. I'm a motherfucking fast. Keep low. Keep stacking your bank, I'll get bigger. Never will. I throw some shit on no nigga. I'm taking. Little nigga, don't blow with these niggas. I see the big picture. We up on these niggas. The hunch the one you gon' call on me, nigga. I got your back, you gon' follow me, nigga. When I get up, we gon' ball on these niggas. Fuckin' shit up, cause we beat out the system. Fuck the system.